This is one of the more interesting documentaries that I've seen. Just wanting to clarify. Uh, Scott, this is uh, this this is this is not a documentary. This is a this is a fictional film. Would you mind uh, reading this just to prove that you are a human, uh, not a robot? I, I can, there, there is some things that I can read on here, but yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know who, who could read well, this. Well, a human could read that. A human could. I'm not uh, the T-1000. Can you do the knife thing with your, with your arm? I'm, the knife I made with my arm. Mm. Can you do can that? I, can I do that for you? No, Scott, I can't, I can't do that. Son, this is, this is a movie. I'm an actor. Uh, that was a, a, a piece that was made for me. It was made out of fiberglass. Scott, we are here right now. We are connected. Here. Go ahead. You're not going to do the knife thing now, are you? I'm not going to do the knife thing. Let's shake hands. That's real flesh. You feel that? What I... is the future like? <laughs> the future is... The future is terrifying, Scott. distance the explosions in the distance everybody's lighting off their fireworks because it's the fourth of july motherfucker i thought it was more of those city shootings oh the city shootings uh transferred into white suburbia now white suburbia um thing i have to worry about i haven't heard about this when's the last time somebody's been shot in this neighborhood I don't read the papers. Mm, that cat got stabbed that Thanksgiving. Somebody stabbed a cat on Thanksgiving? Yeah, man. Or are you just saying cat like a jazz man would say? Cat like, like a jazz man. cat over here. Or this man says, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it sounded awesome. You call dudes cats and you call chicks birds, wow. man. You, you gotta... You got any jazz cigarettes on you? Maybe we should, yeah, we should yeah, light dog. up in celebration yeah, of yeah, jazz, the country's man. birthday. Jazz, man. Jazz, <laughs> That's right. Man. Not only are we celebrating... Snappy, 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 snappy. Are we celebrating the country's birthday mm-hmm. and our freedom from the Germans? Yep. Uh, we are also celebrating... Although not a freedom from their pretzels, because no. I like that we kept those around. Yeah. It's fucking like... I yeah. like to go to a Wetzel's pretzels every yeah. once in a while. If you think I'm drinking beer at room temperature, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, did they do that over there? That disgusts me. Who taught them to drink beer? We shouldn't have even imported it into their country. No, we should never have given them the gift of uh, Keystone. You know? Oh, they get Keystone? That's what no, we gave I'm extra them. Mad. They're like, oh, he's so good. We'll That's make our mad. own. I can't believe they're over there just drinking barrels of our Keystone. We'll make our own. Room temperature. Oh, Not even appreciating it. So good. We're also celebrating my 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 my, li- my liver. What? Yeah, I think oh. it's my life. That's what they yell. Oh, when my leaving and Wolfenstein. Really? Oh, my leaving. Oh, I just always knew Max Schnell. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Sveinhund. Yeah, nine nine nine. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. all that shit. We know a good lot people. about Germany. I'm a quarter German. Or maybe we were speaking Austrian. I'm not uh, sure. It's I'm not entirely sure. Are you German? Uh, no, I'm not at all German. 
You're like my people were probably basic sub, subjugated white by the guy. Germans at some point. I assume. I figured you it's mostly been. Irish. Okay. So it's maybe lower than basic. I think. Yeah. That's, might, be, might be lower than the basic mid ground line. That's Europe's Mexico. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, yeah. who has a potato famine? Right. Potatoes are everywhere. Oh, we can't eat potatoes. We're all gonna die. Can't fucking throw a cat without hitting a potato. <sighs> I've tried. <laughs> In these parts. Yeah, I've tried, man. Um, we're also celebrating mm-hmm. your big job interview, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. I did have a big job interview. Yeah. Tell the folks what you could be doing. Oh, I don't know. I just might be, you know, moving jobs. Yeah. But, you know... In, in today's climate, it's it's all so confusing. You don't have I'm to say a lot of numbers. You don't have to say where because of privacy. Oh, issues. I would I absolutely never say yeah. where I was yeah. working on this podcast. Right. That would be terrifying. But right. you know, if things work out, it would be a very high end and famous cocktail bar. Yeah, hell yeah. But you know, it's, they still want you to just work for no money in in this industry. So we're gonna we're gonna be gonna living gonna the life. Do a little bit more research before I sign on to this. You're gonna do that. You're gonna be a bartender, and I'm just gonna come. There and be a famous drunk. I'll probably get a caricature on the Certainly wall. I have would to, imagine. Uh, get rid of Baby Oil and Blow Studios here very quickly. Uh, mm. If that was the case, every, everything would have to move. Well, is that very rapidly from from this point on? Ah, we could move. We could satellite this yeah, thing. Yeah, There's yeah. options. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, or Tom Rock just starts. Uh, Driving out to Crown Point once a week, mm-hmm. I record it all, and then okay. I send it to you, and you still edit it. Perfect. That That's, sounds nice now, for now you. we've got it all. Now we've got yeah. it all. Decided. We got options. Yeah, we got, we got options. We got options. It's, but seriously, it's nothing to worry about. I'll be there so much, they'll have to put a caricature okay, of me yeah, up. I'm, I'm, I'm certain. I mean, Probably you'll be banned after the first or second time. No, I don't, th- I don't think. I would no. imagine it. I'll just be, I'll be I that. imagine it happening. One of those old guys who's in there just like, and that's why... You just, you can't trust doing business with the Chinas anymore. Mm. You just can't do it. In 92, 93, it wasn't a problem. I think it's, I think it's the opposite. I think all the old guys are, are selling out for China right now. Are they? I think they're, they're hoovering up that China money is what's going on. Man, it's fucking. Rich old white guy fucking world right now. Did you see John Cena have to apologize to that country? They got so much fucking pull going on here. No, what he They got control of John Cena. What did he do? He, uh. Did they see him? Erroneously referred to Taiwan as a country in an offhand statement and they're like they're not a country bro they're our own territory owned by us a, uh, we want you to go out in front of a camera and apologize and say that they're not a country let everybody know they're not really a country <laughs> yeah he had to do that the rock would have told him to spit man yeah, i don't know rocks rock rocks, likes rocks, money rocks bought a lot of houses yeah. with that shine of money <laughs> yeah oh man Stone Cold would have told him to spit ah, ah, ah. that's why he hasn't been in any big budget movies you gotta straight to video things for it. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's that's like, exactly how that shit would work. Man, went. he's cool. Hey, Don't even try it with Steve Austin, China. That's right. We're going to raise a drink to Steve Austin, oh, one of sure. America's yeah. greatest exports that's in a, honor of what, our what birthday. Chin chin for birthday of America. Uh, America's number one son, Stone Cold Steve Double Austin. Double donuts, man. I feel yeah. like he's sort of, other than maybe like a Donald Trump, uh, represents this country more than anyone. Yeah. Two sides of the same coin. You know, you got the working man, and then you have uh, the... Uh, the zombie elite uh, mm. just, just eating eating all of our brains. There's zombies? Yeah, but but they're both very American. I'm proud to be an American. One of them a heavy drinker, the other one addicted to fast food. Like, if you put them mm. together, you just get America, I feel like. That's a pretty good point, my yeah. friend. Right now, I'm going to put in some audio of that time. Stone Cold 
stone cold stunnered Donald oh, Trump, maybe because yeah. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. He's stone cold stunnered one of our former presidents. Just uh, just play that clip of stone what cold. What a joke of a country we live in. Play that clip of stone cold jumping Booker T in a in a grocery store. I think that's going to be a lot of uh, strange screaming and crashing noises. It'll make a lot of sense in an audio a format, but I'll look back at it now, and you know. see how it works out. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Hey, come for the wrestling drops and mm-hmm. stay for the fucking action movies because oh, yeah, it's baby oil and blow, you dumb butt fucker. It is a, you know, a sizzle. It's got, it's got boobies. It's got beefcake. It's got bullets. All it's it. got bombs. It's got bourbon. And it's got two of your best friends. Mm-hmm. I am one half. I am your host, Matt. Oh, with me. Just don't ask us to do any favors always, for you. I'm not that good of friends. He is, hmm, you can be. The coach to my Carla. Oh, wow. You are oh. Nate Adams. Oh, hoy, hoy, everybody. I thought you were going to say the coach to your Luther, and then I got thrown a, a curveball yeah. right there. But yeah. Either way, it's it's a great duo we're representing yeah. this week here on the podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. You are uh, die after a season, and I get fucked nightly by Danny DeVito. Perfect. Yeah. It's not a stretch from our I think that's both our of our dream lives, lives yeah. as, far as, as far as we're living right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you might have heard, there's rumors going around this is an action movie podcast. We yeah. talk about action movies on the podcast. If Don't you, find that out on those Chinese websites. If you've been around for us. a while, you know that we have tr- a tradition here at every July. Mm-hmm. Ju- That's right. we, we, we do what we call our action movie Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. where we got, we got four weeks in, in the month, and we got four action movie stars who we consider to be our Mount Rushmore of 80s and 90s action, the golden the golden years of action. We're talking Schwarzenegger. We're talking Stallone. We're talking JCVD. And we're talking, maybe on a slightly lesser extent, Steven Seagal. He gets in there. We think we're putting Seagal in there. I'm just a cook. Yeah, I, I think he would be very upset if he heard that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that guy's very busy uh, groping women and yeah. pretending to be a police officer somewhere. So I'm sure he's got no time to listen to these podcasts. We don't, don't got to worry about it. Don't him. forget Famous Blues Man. I always do forget that he's yeah. a famous blues man yeah. and a practitioner of Eastern healing arts. Duh. <laughs> and also a Native American conservationist of the land. So mm-hmm. he's got his fingers in a lot of pies. Don't sell him short. Go rent fire Action movies aren't the only thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot on his plate, people. He's simply the best. Sure, maybe his IMDb isn't quite as impressive as a... Schwarzeneggers, but it's impressive. What Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger ever done outside of being uh, an actor? He's never helped anyone. I don't think he's ever Ever. had another job other than that. So that's it. Give me a break. Yes. What's your resume look like? You never helped a single person. Also, we need to change our national anthem to the Jurassic Park theme song. I would get down for that for sure. You know, people are like "Eh, national anthem. It's not easy to sing. It's way too long. It's stupid, and it kind of has to do with slavery. Mm -hmm. Okay, man. Slavery. Huh? John Williams already I wrote guess I the national anthem. Everything, everything back then had to yeah, do with slavery, at right. least a little bit. But yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to the words. Yeah. Rockets, red glare. I thought that was about dog boners. There's more verses we don't sing. Nate. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, cut some of those out. Because that weird old racist British man wrote a poem at sea. Well, this would be a lot better. We don't have to memorize any words. All we'll have to do is stand and take our hats off and go. And uh, change the complexion of ball games. That's for sure. Did you and, hear another explosion? They're crazy out there with yeah, these fireworks. Yeah. 
you, you can wear a Dr. Grant hat while the national anthem's playing. Yeah. But if you take you it take off, off, if you take it off like that, though, you have to clutch it to your heart. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, like this and is. And if you're I wearing a button up shirt, you have to unbutton it like Jeff Goldblum and leave it open. It's the only way. For, I do for the duration of the, of the new anthem. It's the only way I do it. These are, these, are, these are things that are getting written to a bill. It'll be passed by next year. We've got some time to get all the rules down and learn so we know how to act when we're at a ball game. Who threw out this garbage? <laughs> how's uh, how's your dogs doing, Dad, now that uh, people have been setting off fireworks all night, every night for uh, the last week and a half or so? Um, The little one hasn't acted right for about two weeks sure, now. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of yeah. just... About five o'clock, she just starts shaking. Blowing a bunch of vape clouds in her just, face or something. Yeah, to you have to. Off is what you're you doing. have to, yeah, pretty much. would probably be my strategy. Even the cat looks at that one now, and it's just like, oh, you're weird, You're high-strung, dude. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, sad. Chiller than you over here, and I'm a cat. Yep. Matt. Yeah. Our first action movie of the month uh is is it's it's a big 30th anniversary it's a little bit of a niche film as they say we're not just doing america's birthday we're we're doing a birthday of the movie we're talking about i might not have heard of it so let's get into the rundown um as it is every year for our july 4th episode Mm -hmm. the uh rundown is brought to us by one-eyed willies willy works oh hell yeah local fireworks stand hell yeah Uh, go out there get you some willy bucks Buy two, get three freeze, all sorts of shit. He pays for these endorsements in Willie Bucks. Likely you're going to be hearing this, and it's going to be slightly post-Independence Day, so they're going to be clearing that shit out. You know there's going to be a couple clearance days there. You can go in there, probably hand him like a 20 spot and drive away with a truck full of fireworks, I would assume. Nate. Just store those in your shed for a year. What could go wrong? To to earn our sponsorship, I call somebody out real oh, quick. okay, wow. You know my... Uh, my cousin Mark was here the other week. I we ran him in him. at the yeah. old drinking uh-huh. hole. Uh, it's, it's weird that I've run into somebody at a, at a bar and am able to remember it afterwards. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that whole evening. I think uh, he's a he's a he's a P one listener, man. He loves the show. You know, oh, wow. he listens all the time. And uh, he came out the other week and bought fireworks at Phantom Fireworks. What? I was the, like the ones that advertise on the highway. I, I know. I was like the corporate fireworks. Like, bro, you can't give into that. Oh, you just come to the square. That's not where you get the deals, bro. I'll show you where One Eyed Willie's hiding. Deals. And you know, I took the old commuter rail through Hammond the yeah. other day and went past uh, just this little chicken shack of a fireworks stand, just mm. set up right next to the. Uh, and it was literally just there was a line like down the side of the highway there's just like a mud pit for people to park their cars in and it was full and a line in that place coming out of that place just to get into this little chicken shack and buy fireworks and i was like people a hammond you love your fireworks Uh, fuck that's like when you go to the dispensary in homewood because it's closest to the border oh yeah it has that same line just right just all those people from Indiana. parking lot full of indiana plates everybody everybody buying the gange We jam on. Yeah, we be jamming. Uh, the rundown is of, of course, 1991's Terminator 2, <gasps> Judgment Day. Oh, snap. You have heard of that movie. This is a film with a robust runtime of 137 minutes. Ooh. This is a film with a very high for its time budget of somewhere around $100 million. I've heard a lot of 
I've heard. I've heard from the mid nineties into the low one hundreds. Yeah. Somewhere around one hundred million dollars. They didn't spend that much money on movies back then, Matt. I heard the studio was nervous at seventy and then it ballooned to like eighty. <laughs> Turns out no need to worry because this thing brought in like five hundred twenty five million fucking million oh. dollars. It was oh, wow. the number one grossing film of nineteen ninety one. It's not quite one avatar the, money though. Not quite avatar money, but you know, for its time, it was before 3D technology mm. was bringing people out to the mm. theaters in droves mm. for its time. Yeah. Very impressive haul at the box office. Luckily, they got that 3D technology down for T2, the Survivor yeah, ride, sure. whatever uh-huh. that was uh, called. Survi- <clears throat> surviving your trip through time or yeah. something or other. Yeah. Either way, that guy who uh, directed our movie last week directed that. So. Yeah. yeah, A lot of tie-ins here. A lot of tie-ins. Didn't direct this one though. You mean two weeks ago? This film uh, was. Dur- oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs> Tom Rock almost hosted How's that this episode. Made? <laughs> Jimmy Cameron's directing this one. This is a guy. He's he might have a career. He's a mover and a shaker. He he made the Avatar. Uh, you know him from also making Avatar two. Yeah. Probably you also remember him making Avatar three. Yeah. Avatar 4, who could forget? Oh, my God. Everybody's favorite Avatar 4. That's probably my favorite. This guy's a whole murderer's row of all our favorite movies right here. You remember when that one character does that thing in uh, 4? He's all... (laughs) I don't want to give it away. I was like, I I didn't even know that could happen in Uh, nature. I'm going to have to... You remember. There's so much beautiful stuff going on in nature I didn't even know about. Just things plugging into people's holes it was plugging into other things great movie stars of this film matt there's quite quite a few of them this is who jam-packed movie here okay arnold schwarzenegger our our first head on the action movie mount rushmore yeah him i know he's in the movie he is okay he's in it as the t-800 oh a murderous cyborg from the future that's a bad guy uh you know him as being the governor of california Uh. california is that that movie, Dave? Yeah, yeah that's the one. Okay. Uh-huh. It's, it, I was like, which one does he play a governor? Delightful comedy where he plays a governor. Yeah. There's no way he would ever be a governor in real life. Yeah. This is a movie we're talking about. Yeah. Also, uh, according to IMDb, currently in a pre-production for a little movie called Triplets. So look forward to that one. Fingers crossed. They we're got, finally getting it. Things are in motion. They, they finally got, got, got Eddie Murphy on board. They finally got him, folks. Linda Hamilton. Yeah is returning to the Terminator franchise in this film as Sarah Connor. Oh, she's in the first, yeah. She's a crazy woman locked in a mental institution. Oh. Uh, You remember her as Assistant District Attorney Catherine Chandler on Beauty and the Beast, the TV series? I was going to say, what was that show where she was getting raped in the sewer by uh, Ron Perlman? Yeah, that would be the one. Yeah, okay. Beauty and the Beast, uh, the TV series. Uh, Also, she was the character... Rachel Wando in uh, right? Dante's Peak. Yeah, she was, was with uh, uh, fucking uh, your, Pierce Brosnan. Was that your pick to click for uh, the volcano movies of uh, uh, that that year? There was Dante's Peak, and what was the other one? It was uh, called like Inferno. Inferno. There was one with Tommy Lee Jones, right? Oh, wait. It, was, it was Pierce Brosnan and Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones might be Dante's Peak. Oh no, I, I thought I thought you were right about that. That sounded know. that sounded correct. Yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, I don't think I saw either of those movies when we had the the summer of two volcano movies. I saw one of them. Mm-hmm. Was Stallone in a volcano movie too? Uh, you're probably just thinking of him, that poster of him hanging off the cliff in Cliffhanger. I'm always thinking yeah, of that. I'm probably just, thinking about that too. Probably just get a tattoo of that. Uh, also, she was Jim Belushi's wife in Mr. Destiny. I don't understand any of this. 
how can my life change so much just because I hit one stinking baseball? Well, you see, Larry, one's destiny is a very complicated thing. Every incident in a person's life affects everything else that follows it. Instead of missing the baseball, however, you hit it. Then you became a hero, married the prom queen, and so on and so forth. Until you find yourself exactly where you are. So you see, hitting that baseball has spun your life off in an entirely new direction. Are you an angel or something? Not exactly, no. Then what are you? Have you ever been faced with a decision and you weren't sure what to do? Yeah, sure, plenty of times. And then something inside you made you choose one direction over another? Yeah, so? So that's me. I make the suggestions and you make the choices. That's how destiny works, Larry. Very subtly. Welcome to your new life, Larry. I hope you like it. Mr. Destiny was on all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that scene like he was in the natural, fucking knocking out the lights of the baseball stadium. Oh, he's such a card. Jimmy B. He's... Uh. One of my favorites. Hey, don't forget to holler next time you're in town. Well, we'll see you when you go to the bar that yeah, Nate's sure. working at. That's right. Oh, no, that's Shooter McGavin. I'm sorry. Oh, great. Now they'll Google it and know where you live. Sure. Uh, I'm sure Belushi's probably hanging yeah. out at like Harry Carey's or something. Like, yeah. Holy with some name value. Maybe he's in Jordan's Steakhouse. It's got to be something related to he's, Chicago sports. He's drinking at the Murray Brothers Caddyshack bar that's off of the airport in O'Hare. Oh. Yeah. I've never been. I didn't, didn't know that existed. Yeah, they got one tucked over tonight. there. Let's go it's tonight. part of a hotel. It's classy. Yeah, okay. You'll okay. love it. Okay. Um, before we can go any further, okay. we've got to talk about Edward Furlong being in this movie. We've needed to talk about Eddie Furlong for that's a long time. We certainly have. He's Is in he this here? Film. Is this an intervention? He's in this film as oh. John Connor, yeah. a rebellious tween who just may be the leader of all humanity in the future war against the machines. I've got this one, Nate. Uh-huh. You might remember him as ruining mm-hmm. the hot chick from Undeclared. Oh, yeah. That short one with, yeah. with the bigger boobs. Oh, you know the she one. She looked really good. And then she, she looked real good. She started dating him and got really into drugs. Just a lot of things. And then started looking really bad. Yeah. Just just really bad. Yeah. Also, you know him, I'm sure, as playing the character, the Joyrider, in the uh-huh. Aerosmith video, Living on the Edge. Yeah. Living on, yeah, living on yeah. Dynamite video. They had all the stars. All the stars. The one the guy's daughter, videos. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, they're on top of the world. All the stars. Brad Pitt. Also, Edward Furlong. Uh, Michael in Brain Scan. Maybe the pinnacle of his career, if you ask me. Whoa. Um, okay. Opposite the Trickster. Okay, so Crow Three never happened. Now. Uh, he he played Jimmy Cuervo in the movie The Crow Wicked Prayer. Yeah. Great. Not, not Crow 3. The Crow colon Wicked, Wicked Prayer, Prayer, I want to yeah. call it by its, uh, also, its proper title. Also might be the fourth Crow. I might have missed one. Also, I, how dare you try to chastise me when you haven't even brought up the fact that he was the character Tupper in Seth, Ho- Seth Rogen's Green Hornet movie. 
Oh, he was in there? Yeah, act like you don't remember that, Matt. Act like that's not burned into your brain forever. Nate, I saw that Give movie. Me a break. I saw that movie too. I remember it uh, coming out of it being like, not nearly as bad as I imagined it was going to be. I just not remember. Bad. I just remember the fact that I watched it. Michel Gondry, I think, directed that, didn't oh. he? I think they got him on hmm. there. Good Weird. Weird choice for all those people when they did that movie. Yep. Robert Patrick. Familiar with him? Mm, yes. He's in this movie as the T-1000, another murderous robot. Sent you mean the that character we already know from Last Action Hero? That's correct. We have already seen him as O'Reilly in Die Hard 2 <gasps> and as this very same character in the movie Last Action Hero. <gasps> this is the third time we've seen Robert Patrick in a film. He is a triple crown bing, winner. Bing, 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 bing. Also, the other night I was watching uh, offhand while exercising the movie Striptease on Tubi TV. Ooh. And he is just delightful in that film. Yeah. As Demi Moore's scumbag grifter ex-husband the who whole steals wheelchairs. Delightful. Everybody just loves that. Movie. Ving Rhames, oh, he's he's lighting the screen on fire in he's Striptease. A, is he doing that thing where he's like, hey, I'm Ving Rhames and I'm kind of angry. Oh yeah, you have seen the movie. Yeah, yeah you, it's you know good. Exactly I like it. Yeah, I kind of like uh-huh. it. Joe Morton, I want to talk about for a second because he's in this film mm. as one of the main characters. Miles Bennett Dyson, mm. the man responsible for inventing Skynet, which nukes the world, causing Judgment Day, and then builds all the killer robot Terminators in the post apocalypse war with the robots future that these movies center yeah. around. Yeah. This guy played Captain McMahon in Speed. Mm-hmm. So this is the second time we've seen him. Mm hmm. Uh, aside from that, I'm sure you remember him. Speaking of Jim Belushi, yeah, he played Cable Chamberlain in uh-huh. the Blues Brothers 2000. Duh, James. Duh, look it up. Jim, James Belushi in that movie probably. Probably they got him in there somewhere. It'd be I a real so. slap in the face if they yeah, didn't. If they didn't get him stuck in there anymore. Because it was Dan Aykroyd and John Goodman That's or right, something, yeah. wasn't it? And like a little kid. If they didn't throw Belushi some sort of bone and let him show up in that one, ew. What disrespect. John Goodman plays Big Mac or something. Also, he's had a bit of a career resurgence recently. Yeah, when, he, when he turned into Don Cheadle. Silas Stone in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, as oh. well as Justice League. Okay. The yeah. also robot inventor computer guy. Oh, that's Father right. of the cyborg. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they were like, who should we get for this role? The guy who invents all this cyborg computer shit. I like that I watched. the guy that played Miles Bennett Dyson. I like that I watched all eight hours of that and barely remember him being in it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a green out to me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like that's probably how that one went. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, also, I'd like to shout out uh, Danny Cooksey mm. in this film as Tim, the John Connor's grip. scumbag ginger friend, who's his version of Tom Rock. He was, is, and will always be Budnick from Salute Your Shorts. Or Sam. Sam from uh, the cute 
cuteness, rootness, tootness cowboy. Different strokes. This side of New Manhattan. If you're a listener of a certain age. Yeah. Not many of you are. But uh, yeah, shout out to Bud Nick. He does great work in this movie. And also Nikki Cox in this film. Oh, she's there. As little girl who rats out John Connor to the T-1000 and tells him that he's at the arcade at the shopping mall. Yeah. She was... Of course, Tiffany on Unhappily Ever After, Ooh, one of our favorite things God. to talk about, even though I vaguely only a little bit remember what that movie was. Remember, it had Puppet and a Hot Chick. Show. Puppet oh, and a Hot Chick. It was a great chick. show. It was a great show, man. Seemed to be vaguely a ripoff of Married with Children, from what I could tell from it, all the promos. It launched that guy from Entourage, okay? Entourage. Yeah. Also, after that, Nikki Cox was the character Taylor yeah. on Norm. Norm yeah. McDonald's yeah. What was that one about? He's uh, had a couple, right? Yeah. Were they all called Norm? What the, else would they well, There was called? Norm, and then there was the Norm McDonald show. Oh, no. I, I like classic Norm, I think. Not to be confused with Stacked, where Pamela Anderson works in a library That's with Christopher Lambert. Very intriguing. Did not yeah. know that existed. Yeah. Fucking Anderson and Lambert together at last? Yeah. Tell you what, if you don't get that bar job, we'll, well, just build, we'll just build a bar in your backyard and it'll be like the hit show Abby's, you know? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what oh, that show God. is. Starring... Uh, the janitor from Scrubs, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and pull the name of the little gay blonde boy from uh, Who's the Boss, but oh. <laughs> couldn't quite come up oh, with it. Oh, what is that? Couldn't Jonathan... Lip Nicky. Yep, that's it. That's the guy. Tagline of this film. Remember how long uh, old What's-Her-Face Cox was fucking Jay Moore in real life? Oh, I don't. I don't know anything about like her personal life. Like, for years. Life, that definitely fucking Jay Moore. Seems like the sort of person who would be dating Jay Moore, and she seems like the person that Jay Moore would go for, so yeah. that, that all makes perfect sense in my brain. Can you guess the tagline of this, this film? He's back. I would think that it would be something yeah, like that. Right, yeah, that's what right. I was guessing, too. Uh... It's nothing personal. The fuck does that even mean? That's weird. What does that have to do? That... You pull this thing up on Letterboxd, that's the tagline. That's... They were using it on the advertising. It's nothing personal. I like that Jimmy Cameron was like, don't worry, they'll fucking go see it. Yeah, it's, it's T2, man. Yeah. The tagline is just T2, T2, T2 I think. Terminator yeah. 2, Judgment Day. Look, T2. If, come see it, it's T2. If fucking RoboCop can get toys in a cartoon, mm. people will come see mm-hmm. this shit. That's don't right. worry. Plot of this film. Let's get into a little synopsis here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nearly 10 years have passed since Sarah Connor was targeted for termination by a cyborg from the future. Now her son, John, the future leader of the Resistance, is the target for a newer, more deadly Terminator. Once again, the Resistance has managed to send a protector back to attempt to save John mm. and his mother, Sarah. That bitch. Connor. Their last name is oh. Connor. Just like on Roseanne. They're probably cousins. Cousins of Dan, Dan and Roseanne, I think yeah. is how I'm picturing it. A lot of people don't know that Lanford, Illinois is right next to L.A. It was one of the first uh, targets when Judgment Day happened, I yeah. heard. Yeah, the Lanford lunchbox got, got nuked directly. There man. was loose meat sandwiches everywhere. Them Russians, they hate loose meat sandwiches. 
Matt, the next segment of our podcast is always a little something that we call a bullet points. Oh, ping, ping, ping. where we dig through our notes and uh, pick out all the things that jumped out at us as we were watching the film. Zap. This is a very important film Zap. to our past, presents, and futures. It's a very long film. I'm sure we've gotten a lot there. of bullet points. Yeah. We should probably dig into it right now. Hit me with your first bullet point. My first bullet point is a question, Nate. Oh, sure. Is there... the answer. Is there a better post-apocalyptic world than that of the Terminator? Absolutely no. I'm trying to think of anything that even comes close. What would be the Mount Rushmore? And like I think it's the hit just, film Cyborg with JCVD, maybe. I think it's just all the Terminators is the but Mount yeah. Rushmore. Uh, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, Terminator the, the Sarah Connors Chronicles. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> All the other Probably ones in fourth up. place. And then uh, T2 uh, Travel Across Time 3D Ride Show or whatever. Or, or that video game that was really hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, that, too. Work. Maybe yeah. that, too. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my Mount Rushmore post-apocalyptic <laughs> worlds to live in. Now, we'll throw Mad Max Fury Road up there. Okay. That'll, that'll be the fourth one. It had be, that guitar guy the first two the Terminators, the Terminator TV show, and Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. That's my, that's, that's my Mount Rushmore. I accept it. This is fucking awesome. Best o- best opening in movie history is the question I Ooh, asked. Is this shit. the best opening scene in movie history? Ooh, boy. Uh, John Lovitz in uh, mm-hmm. Happiness. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Do you feel better now? <sighs> Me too. Sorry. It's really good. <sighs> good we had this talk yeah yeah before things went too far you know got too serious yeah Uh, i mean are you sure oh yes is it someone else it's just you. I, I thought you still might be my favorite. I thought you're gonna say him in uh, that uh, whatever that dangerous minds uh, <laughs> spoof he did. Oh, was. what's the name? Of <laughs> oh God, high school high. High school high. I was, oh. thought you were going gonna go John Lovitz. High school high blows it out of the water. But yeah, uh, awkward date. John Lovitz and happiness yeah. is. Uh, is 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 the number two? If it's yeah, not the number one, it's, if, if Terminator's one A, that's one B. Before we even get into this uh, fucking opening scene, though, I wanted to shout out the fucking Carol Co logo that opens oh, this fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, and how fucking stoked you always yeah. were when you went to go see a movie and that Carol Co. Fucking Carol Co. That's the one that shows up before all the fucking Rambo's. That's the one that shows up before Total Recall. Asses were going to get kicked. Fucking, you know, fucking, this is going to be like a Kassar and Vagina joints, and yeah. those guys spend way too much money making big-time, awesome mm-hmm. action movies. I'm going to have a great time until they spend way, way too much making Cutthroat Island, and then they go out of business instantly. <laughs> but, you know, who's fucking perfect? Who's perfect in the world? But, yeah, just up there, Cannon Group. Carol Co. There's just a few just like things where if you saw this shit when you were a kid, you're just like, yeah. oh, hell yeah. This shit's going to fucking be turned. Orion was strong in the day. They've been bringing that one back they recently. Have. And every time I see it, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. Just like, ooh. Then I'm like, well, mm-hmm. this is just a logo mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with their past output, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But man, I did love seeing the Orion logo back in yeah. the day. 
L.A. Busy highway, gridlock, Matt. People everywhere, like ants. We're looking at them like ants from from the heavens. Children on a playground, Mm -hmm. swinging, laughing, going down slides, selling drugs by the teeter-totter. Kids love selling drugs. It was early 90s. Street crime was was out of control. Just out of control. They were all wearing Raider starters jackets. Suddenly, a light from the sky, blinding, engulfing everything. Oh, Jesus. Cut to scorched earth hell. Oh, God. Everything's charred. The ground is littered with the skulls of children. What's it been, like a couple weeks? Dozens and dozens of children. No, it's instant, Matt. This is is judgment day. Oh, God. Well, it might have been a couple weeks, because at this point, also, we're panning across skulls, skulls and bones, rib cages, and robot foot. Oh, crushes a snap. skull, stomps down into the frame we're watching. We've gone from 97 to 2029. Skeleton robot. Fucking laser gun shooting oh, everywhere. God. Chaos. Robot fucking weird airplanes in the sky shooting uh, laser guns. Crazy resistance dudes on the back of pickup trucks with mounted laser guns. Oh, Robot God. tanks crushing skulls. Laser guns. Future Wars, what's happening right here, man? Jesus. This is pure visual porn for 10-year-old me. Yeah. As well, soon to be 10-year-old. If this was 30 years ago. I'm just about to hit my 10th birthday here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Terminator 2 is coming out. Yeah. Is this the best time of my life? Possibly. Now, Nate's. Summer of 1991. Time of I'm about to be a tween. Get there yeah. in those double digits. T2's coming out. This was the. Uh, Life was all downhill after this. It had to have been. This was the first rated R movie that uh, Dave got to see. Oh, that had to have been so cool for him. Um, it was a little dicey. He puked up some McDonald's in the in the back, the very back of the station wagon. <laughs> on the way there, or afterwards, after, we were after on, he, he took in the totality of the suffering caused by nuclear holocaust. It was uh, it was before the movie. We were on okay, our okay. way there. It was our our annual summer trip to South Haven, Michigan. Yeah, pretty country in those parts. That theater's That's still sure. there. What is it? We're talking like a classic one room. Uh, they, it used to be, they've turned it into a multiplex now. I saw the Hitman's Bodyguard there oh, most recently. we should go out there and watch the, the Hitman's sequel? Bodyguard Wife. Yeah, I love that fucking, place. I'm down. Check Let's it out. go. Probably got like a lot of breweries out there and they shit, do. right? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Michigan's yeah. chock full of breweries. It's right next days. door to Saugatuck. Oh, hell yeah. That's where all the boys hang out. That's right. Oh. Wait, a lot of gay bars in Saugatuck these days? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gotta get up there. Those people are a good time. We'll take you to camp it. So, well, no, no more peeks behind the curtain. It is not still Pride Month. We're in July. Oh, right that's now. right. Yeah. We're recording this on the 4th of July. Yeah, right. As you're <clears> listening <throat> to it in July, first week of July. Uh, over all this, Linda Hamilton's yeah. grizzled narration. Yeah. Telling us about like how terrible everything yeah. is, like how all these people died and how fucked up the world is. Why she's such a fucking lunatic. Great shit. Last time we met her, she was a scared, fucking floofy-haired, 18-year-old, 80s waitress, waitress. just a dumb waitress. Now she's all like this grizzled hard-ass. Dumb bitch, dumb stupid bitch. Yeah, it sounded like they got Clint Eastwood to do the narration for this movie, basically. You know, from the second, like, oh shit, this is serious, and B, Linda Hamilton is going to be fucking badass in this movie, and I am on board for it. She starts talking to that invisible chair and calling it Obama. It was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Linda Linda Hamilton hasn't been doing great the last couple years. She's just just slipping. She's slipping. She did Gran Torino and just fell off. Next scene, Matt. Yeah. Terminator arrives. We're back in present day. (sighs) 
what year is it now? Fucking uh, 97. I guess it's just like, well, oh, no, wait. That's the, when the world Judgment ends in 97. So yeah. This is 10 years later. Our plot synopsis oh, told us. So. This is 91 then? say 91 then. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just set in 91 pretty much. Mm. We'll say around then. Yeah, set in present day. 91 or or something. I don't know. Uh, blue filter over an urban image, yeah. trash blowing around on the ground. Looks this right. Is looking very Terminator, looks man. Looks right. It's looking very Terminator. Suddenly, a uh, big ball of lightning. Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger's there, fucking jacked to the gills and naked as fuck. Gotta be. This is amazing throwback. You immediately know you're in a fucking Terminator yeah. movie when you're watching this movie. Hell yeah. Huge and naked, unkilling monster, unstoppable, unkillable monster. Yeah. He finds a honky tonk. You got to. Just a juke joint. People yeah. in there listening to country music, shooting a little pool, mm, drinking a little beer. Kissing their sister. Probably doing cocaine in the bathroom. Hopefully. If the local dive bars are any indication of what yes. was going on in L.A. at the time. Yes. A lot of people just staring at his Austrian dong mm, when he walks through the door you got completely to. naked. Just you like, got to. who is this giant man with his fucking dong hanging out in our hillbilly bar right here? If Schwarzenegger walked through your front door naked right now, first thing I'm going to do is mm-hmm. find out what the Terminator's working with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look right at it. You got to spot that thing, man. Yeah. You just get it out of the way. You check that thing with your peripherals. Just so Be you know. honest with yourself. Get it out of the way. So he's scanning the room. He finds the biggest ombre in there, uh, walks up to him. Because he's going to show him who's boss. And delivers him the iconic line. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Which the guy's like, <laughs> you yeah. forgot to say please. Yeah. And he takes his this cigar. Nineties. I'm gonna sue you. Cigar mitt. And he puts it out Ooh. right on Schwarzenegger's booby. Little does he know that Schwarzenegger's in the S and M. Yeah. Kind of made him hard. This isn't just a weirdo naked guy out in public who's gigantic and a wall of muscle. Is He's it? also a real pervert. Yeah. No, he gets mad and he just starts tossing people like 20 feet across the room, yep. like into walls and like through fucking windows and mm-hmm. shit, like a Terminator would do, like I would do if I was a badass fucking uh, unstoppable cyborg robot. Yep. Throws the one guy onto the grill in the kitchen. His, his biscuits are burning. It's a fun little thing. Yeah. Another guy just like tries to stab him, so he breaks that guy's arm and then stabs his hand to the pool table with his own knife. Back of the shoulder. Oh, back of the shoulder. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there's, straight through. There's all sorts of that's, just, that's why it keeps you on. Pull it out. Pull brutal, it out. Brutal violence going on here. Your wife is uh, texting me that that's some bomb ass tiramisu that she is thanking me for. Yeah. Let's, let's let the record be known. She did make me uh, bring her tiramisu from an hour away from our home yeah. and deliver it to her house. I made the mistake of uh, very going. Demanding. She's going a very demanding. She's a very demanding woman. I was going into the details of our plans for the evening uh-huh. and when we yeah, were going to right. meet up and I unfortunately let it out that you were at a restaurant. You said a restaurant? They've got food at restaurants. Yep. It's a, she's a real scooby she's and real, shaggy. She's real food motivated, yeah. to put it in the language I've heard from pet trainers. I, I tell you what, if she could get one of those dogs into pot, she'd uh, have a real Scooby-Doo situation oh, going on yeah, over at that, that place. Definitely, you'd be making 10-foot tall sandwiches with raw oh, fish hanging constantly. out of the sides from every day. All day, every day. Oh, I'm Fred, Daphne, and Velma. So he fucks up everybody in this fucking bar, and then I'm just like, well, here he is again, our uns- Unstoppable killing horror movie monster from the first movie set to wreak havoc again. Yeah, he's gonna. Wait. What? As he comes out of the bar all dressed in leathers, yeah. like Bad to the daddy. Bone plays over the soundtrack. Yeah. 
Ultimate dad song, bad. I know. I couldn't figure out what song it was in the theaters because I was too young, (laughs) and all the dads started cheering immediately. It was like, oh, I guess you have to have children. All I heard was, and they're just cheering. And I was like, what is it? I don't understand. So this is you got to ask yourself a question: Is this Terminator movie going to be fun? Is this going to be a lot of fun? Crazy. Watch out. Before he can leave and like steal the motorcycle, though, the fat bar owner shows up and yeah. cocks a shotgun, and he's like, I can't take let you take that uh, man's motorcycle, son. Step down off that motorcycle. I'm talking nice to you because you're also white. But Schwarzenegger walks over and just snatches that fucking uh, shotgun right out of his... Click. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, oh no. here's oh. where he bashes this guy's head in brutally because he's a Terminator. Yep. Nope. Just steals the guy's fucking shades out of his front pocket. Puts them on. Is this Terminator movie going to be fun, Matt? Is that what's going to happen? I thought this was a horror movie. I mean, maybe. I people were supposed to be terrified of these Terminators. No one likes having their sunglasses stolen. Oh, that's true. That is a nightmare. Yeah. Drop a hundred bucks on a yeah. pair of Ray-Bans, and then really somebody like. snatches it off the bar top when you weren't paying attention? Yeah, that's shitty. What a what a nightmare. <sighs> Matt, next scene, the T-1000 arrives. What? This isn't just like some normal guy coming back from the future like in the first movie. It's a guy with an extra zero in his name. Yeah, this guy's got... He's a T also, but with 200 more Terminator points. Oh, man. Once again, we're all underpasses and trash on the ground. Uh, there's lightning, but there's a squad car investigating. He's heard some reports of some electrical disturbances, this mm. police officer. Who does he come across but... Just a bare-ass, naked Robert Patrick. Who shows ass. Who shows ass and is just... He gets the honors. ...hairless. Yeah, oh, just yeah. Just from the neck down, hairless. Oh, absolutely. This man's got a body like a porpoise, he's is just what you're smooth. looking at here. Yeah. Totally smooth. He's all, He's also walking with porpoise. <laughs> yes, he oh, is. Watch yes, out. he is. Watch out. That's a... Uh, I think we got an episode title right there. Yeah. So he steals the squad car, kills the cops, steals his uniform, punches in the name John Connor into the little fucking cop pewter right yeah. there, and is like, we're off to the races. We got some sort of new kind of Terminator. He's also trying to find John Connor. Mm. John Connor is fucked, man. What kind of life do you think John Connor's living? Uh, Well, if I had to guess, I would go to my next bullet point, which is dirt bikes and GNR. Also, Sounds like a dream come true. Possibly an episode title right there. It's, yeah, dirt bikes. And, ooh, no, I'm living man. my life. I'm just going to have a lot of them. We see John Connor. We see Bud Nick. They're fucking making a lot of noise. They're revving a dirt bike engine in a suburban garage. Yeah. They got GNR blasting out of a boombox. His depressing foster mom's like trying to tell him stuff. Yeah. And she's, he's all like, fucking piss off, lady. I'm a rebellious tween. I don't yeah, listen yeah. to you. I was in Pet Cemetery too, you dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. So this lady goes into her house and kills herself. No, this is no? where oh. I had a direct We meet cut. Todd, the stepdad Todd. The coolest. Who, in, in my mind, is the unsung yes. hero of Terminator 2. Hell yes. And the heart of this film. He's like Slider in the first Terminator. <laughs> Fucking Linda's roommate. He's uh, that sure, kind of yeah. cool. He does not have a pet iguana, but what he does have, Matt, depression. Clearly a yes. lot of depression. Yeah. This man is zoned out on the couch. He never wanted to adopt. Staring at the TV, staring past the TV, not yeah. even watching it. Right. You can tell that this man hates his job. He gets... Yeah. Precious few hours to himself yep. every week. And when he does, he just wants to zone out in front of the TV. That's it. And now he's got his wife standing in between him and the TV, <sighs> telling him about this foster son and what he's uh, doing and what he's not doing. Uh, and how he needs to get control of this foster son. And yes, you were correct. 
you know this was not Todd's idea no. to bring a teenage foster son into no. this home. Todd has enough on his plate like, down at the plant, Matt. Shan't, can't she just be happy enough that he's not one of those like touch kids inappropriate stepdads and that he just instead is just mm-hmm. a waste mm-hmm. and likes to sit in front of the this TV? Man's got a lot of lot of weight on his shoulders yeah. and he's just he's just dealing with a lot. Yeah. Um so Todd begrudgingly because he's the hero of this film mm-hmm. gets out of his recliner and is yeah. like, "Okay, I will go." Talk to the kid revving a dirt bike engine and blaring GNR in my garage, yeah. pissing off all my neighbors, Aww. which I keep hearing an earful about. He's out there hanging out with Budnick. You know that kid's always mean to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he goes out there and he's like, <sighs> your, your mom says that you've been, and she needs you to, to which this little shit replies, she's not my mother, Todd. Todd. Squealing tires. Hell yeah. They fucking peel out. Budnick starts fist pumping the fucking boombox that's playing GNR in the air as they fucking peel yeah. out down this fucking cul-de-sac. <laughs> These kids are fucking radical, the man. The coolest, man. I saw this shit when I was about to turn 10 years old. I was like, no, how do I get this life? I know what I'm doing for the next 10 years. Sarah Connor is ripped is my next bullet. Hell yeah. We go to the loony bin. She's a hard body and I'm just hard. Uh Uh-huh. Doctor's filling us in on uh, her her medical chart and what's going on. I Uh, thought she's doing good. He's a real dipshit, I, I wrote. But he's like, oh, she's crazy, man. She thinks all this stuff's going to happen in the future. She's talking about robots and yeah. nuclear war. Fucking, that shit will never happen. For me, my bullet point mm-hmm. for this scene, this is the first scene in the movie where I write, no bra. Yeah. Nice. The, uh, we establish right here that what they have, the <clears throat> female inmates at this insane asylum wearing is just like some pajama pants and white uh, tank top, no bra. That's, yeah. that's going to be the, I guess, give them a brassiere. Maybe they're going to like hang themselves with it or something. But yeah, she seems like she's got plenty of stuff to hang herself with because she's got like tricked out shit in her yeah. room where she's doing a bunch of chin ups and shit where she's getting all ripped and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, she's cut. This isn't the soft 18 year old of this first movie. This is a grown ass mm-hmm. woman who's just like fucking doing squats and pull ups all day long. Just Mike Tyson. Just all day. Thinking about everything that's gone wrong. And I wrote, man, she's real sweaty and greasy. And it's the first thing in the morning. Yeah. I wonder how long or how often they let her take showers. Right. How bad does it stink in that room right now? I bet how, it how bad in that room. Stink in those pretty pants. bad. Probably That's most of it's located questions. in those pants. There's yeah. definitely a lot of swass going on here. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. That hair has not been washed no. in at least a week. Yeah. And this is with just constant workouts, I think. Just day after day, just like at least six hours of workouts, probably. Yeah. We got to hose this chick down, man. She's looking stinky. Rambo style. Mm-hmm. Next scene, the T-1000 is at John's house. Yep. Like, asking uh, the stepmom here, uh, hey, I'm looking for your, your son, John Connor. Yeah, can can I talk to him? I'm just, you know, just a friendly cop who seems strangely threatening and yeah. robotic. Like, nothing weird, uh, nothing going on. We get a little setup here where, where the dog is going crazy in the background. Yep. Just barking and shrieking like it's being uh, being tortured. I'm a dog. It's Terminator yeah. cannon, Matt. Yeah. Dogs can sniff out Terminators. Yeah. In that future war, that's how we know who's a Terminator and who's not. That's right. We get dog, doggos, puppers. Yeah. And uh, they bark at them. People love saying A little setup here. Whenever the T-1000's around. Hit them. Max the dog. 
Yeah. He's going to go crazy. Remember that. You got to remember that. <laughs> it's a very complicated plot. I don't see how this could be relevant. You can't just turn your brain off when you're watching T2, Judgment no. Day. You yeah. got to pay fucking attention to this. This is the fucking guy that brought you Avatar. Mm-hmm. It won an Oscar for best thinking movie. My next bullet point yeah. is easy money. Easy you're money. You're the tech Hell head yeah. here on this podcast. Oh, fuck so I'm yeah. going to need you I'm to talk me through fuck. what's going on yeah. in, this, in this next scene yeah. right here. Uh, I'll let you know right now. Uh, let me see. I wrote down pretty good here. Uh, some good old-fashioned 90s tech hacking. Mm, that's what's that's happening right, okay, right here. Yeah. You, get a, you get a credit card, see? Mm. Just like a, a or, or even some slab that resembles a credit card. Right. And then you attach wires to it, right? Wires. And wires Check. going to something that resembles a computer. Uh-huh. And then you just put it all together. Okay. You Pretty hack sure it up. Th- wasn't this just whatever handheld Sega had out at the time that he has in his hands right here? I couldn't see if it was a Game Gear or uh, not. It could have been a TurboGrafx-16 uh, Pretty sure whatever. it's a Sega Game Gear. Or I the thought Atari with your, Lynx with your or video game was. history, you would, have, you would have picked up on this, so I didn't even bother Googling it. Uh, I didn't look close enough. Yeah, basically, he's robbing an ATM with uh, just like whatever one of the uh, Game Boy competitors that yeah. was out on the market at the time is. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he does it well. He tells us that his mom taught him how to do all this shit. Because, you know, you got to know how to do that stuff when you're fighting robots in the yeah. future. She's prepared this kid his whole weird childhood to fight robots in the future. That's nice of her. But we also learn John Connor doesn't believe in any of this anymore now that what? she's in the loony bin. Why not? He kind of resents her for abandoning him huh? with her crazy ass shit. Huh? Why couldn't she just keep it to herself and not be wacko? He tells Budnick she's a total loser. Oh, snap. That's harsh. Back to the burning out, back to the GNR, and he says, let's go spend some money. Mm-hmm. And I said, once again, I wrote, this kid has the coolest fucking life possible. As a 40-year-old man, I still want to be him now. Yeah, I, I wrote down $300, a dirt bike, and a boombox. What more would I need to keep myself happy? I ask you. Nothing? Yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah. I can't think of anything. That's it. Uh, next scene, Sarah Connor's wilding out on video. Uh, Doctor, back at the loony bin, he's showing her some footage of like what it was like when she first got there, and yeah. she was super crazy. This is where she does her big monologue. Well, before that, though. Oh, what was going on before this? We get the Michael Bean flashback. You oh, do we get a little Michael Bean? Bean? Yeah. She's I... in the bed because they made her take that Thorazine. Okay, yeah. And then Michael Bean's just like, it's me, Michael Bean. And you're like, holy shit, it's really Michael Bean. Because I forget about this scene all the time. I was going to say, are you certain you weren't watching the extended edition? Yep, I was. Okay, so yeah, yeah I was watching the theatrical cut, and this, okay. is, this is a scene that is not in the original cut. Of all the right, movie. that's yeah, why I don't that, remember that, Michael Bean being that in the film. definitely didn't happen when I was watching it. Yeah. But yeah, I have seen that scene once or twice before, yeah. I think, when randomly coming across like the extended cut of this thing. The only one available for me to rent was the two hours and 30 minute version. Okay, okay. So what's, what's Bean saying in, a, in this little scene we get here? It sounds like a real treat. He's encouraging her. His big takeaway is he's like, the future is not set. Uh, oh, that whole, the whole thing from the layer. No, no, no fate. fate. Okay, yeah. And we make our own da-da-da-da-da. So, but then this is when she's ranting and raving. Yeah. August 29th, 1997, it's going to feel pretty fucking real to you, too. Yeah. because You're she... the one living in a fucking dream world, yeah. Solomon. Because I know it happened. It happened. Yeah. Back in uh, college when I lived in uh, 
a big apartment with a mm-hmm. bunch of idiot yahoos. Yeah. We just did this entire like 45 second monologue as our answering machine uh, message. Yeah. Because, you know, answering machines were uh, a thing at the time. It makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, every time uh, we'd get, we'd get, we'd get a, a little message on there. It'd be like, what the fuck was that? How long was, anyways, I'm calling for so-and-so. Tell yeah. them to, it's a good time. Then we switched it eventually to the open your mind monologue that Quado gives in Total Recall. That's people people hated that one even more. Huh. I can't imagine. <laughs> they hated that one. I can't even see more. that. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, but she tells him, "I'm much better now than I was then, clearer, clarer." And uh, it's a hilarious juxtaposition from her being a raving lunatic to her just clearly lying and pretending to not being a, a raving lunatic, even though she's just greasy and sweaty from uh, mm. doing prison workouts all day mm. long. All day. Yeah. She thinks she acts normal and saying to let her see John, but ha ha ha, no, she's about to get a rude awakening. Yeah. This doctor's filling her head with a bunch of false hope. They're never going to let her uh, out of this fucking loony bin. Also, we get uh, evidence... Or we, cut away. we get heard, we get told there's no evidence of the shit that happened in Terminator 1 at that factory where the, yeah. it ended and all those robots got, you know, beaten up to shit. Right. There's no fucking killer robots in there no. that anybody found. Turns out you Not are crazy, Sarah Connor. We get that little cutaway there uh, where they show our guy, uh, uh-huh. Mr. Miles. Miles oh, Dyson. Miles Dyson. This is when we go to Cyberdyne Systems. And he's just walking around like, hey, check out this cool place that I work at. I'm going to turn this key. Oh, shit. There's a robot arm. And there's a piece of a fucking Terminator Holy brain. shit. So, yeah, Miles Bennett Dyson is in this very futuristic lab that's very strict security. And they've got all this shit from the first fucking Terminator. Yeah. Somebody did a cover up, man. Yeah. That's what's going on here. But also we're getting some classic terminator time loop shit here which started to bend my brain because it's like that first movie it's like john connor sends back kyle reese Uh to protect his mother right who then knocks up his mother yeah which creates john connor and it's like how could john connor send his own father back if john connor wouldn't have existed until john connor was knocked up by kyle reese it doesn't make any sense it's a time loop Uh and this one skynet which creates these robots yeah. is created because it created a robot and sent back a robot. And then they studied that robot to figure out how to create Skynet. Ooh. It's a very similar fucking time loop that melts the brain in a very similar way right here. Who came first, the chicken or the egg is what you're saying. Oh, uh, eggs can't come. They haven't fully developed sexually yet. So it's the chicken. That's a good. The chicken came first. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> kind of a question is that? Yeah. It's fucking obvious. So uh, this next cutaway is when Nikki Cox makes her uh, cameo mm. appearance. She's like, oh, he was just here like five minutes ago. He said he's going to the Galleria. In a couple years, I'm going to have huge cans. Yeah, she's very young here. Nary a can on her. Nary a can. You can tell it's her, though. Little oh, girl, yeah. same face. It's pretty yep. funny. Same voice, too. Yeah. At the Galleria, which if you're not uh, familiar with L.A. geography, very famous shopping mall. Showed up in a lot of films. Mm. Big time shooting location for movies. John Connor and Budnick are playing video games at the arcade. Hell yeah. Uh, he's playing Afterburner. And yep. not just the stand-up arcade cabinet Afterburner. He's playing the full, like, sit-down one. Where yeah, you get, like, rotates around you yeah, and shit. Yeah, the, the, like, realistic fucking, like, throttle thing you can do. I think it 
Didn't it have one of those like, oh shit, I'm getting sick emergency stops too? Oh, possibly. I just I remember that this was by far my favorite arcade cabinet yeah. at the time when it was like new and fucking in there. And I'd be racing to the afterburner anytime my dad would take me to. As an Illinois kid, you probably know yeah. what arcade my dad was taking me to. Okay. Uh, better than I did. He used to every once in a while take me out to this place. It was just a gigantic fucking arcade in like an empty warehouse. Okay. I think right. it might have been like the biggest arcade in America. <laughs> it was somewhere just in like a scumbag Illinois suburb. I was very young yeah. and it was the 80s so I have no idea where the fuck I was. Uh, it was Creek Family Fun Center right over the border which wasn't too far from the racetrack. Mm-hmm. They had arcades in yeah, there. Yeah, this was not like, this was just a warehouse with arcade games. It wasn't like mini putt putt and yeah. like go karts or whatever. Rules out of rights barring out like a ton of fucking arcade shit. Mm, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. So the the fucking uh, Robert Patrick shows up and he's doing his thing where he's like, "Have you seen this boy?" And no one's saying "Stranger Danger" because he's wearing a cop mm-hmm. uniform and like mm-hmm. kids weren't allowed to speak up against being touched yet. Oh yeah, that's it's right. a different time. Uh-huh. And like everybody's like, "Nope, don't know, haven't seen him." Or he's over here, yada yada. He stops Budnick, and Budnick's like, "I'm already a hardened con," mm-hmm. and just no soul, no sells him. He's like. Pfft. Never heard of the kid. And what a fucking dude. Just a classic dude, but yeah. is right here. Because before this, like, every fucking kid this cop is talking oh, to yeah, is like, right they're all selling them out instantly. Yeah. Like, who are all these fucking jabronis? Just like, oh, here's a cop. Yeah, I'm going to fucking rat somebody out to him. Did snitches not get stitches back in 1991? Because yeah. I was alive at the time, and I remember they did. Yeah. Snitches got fucking stitches. Todd's, Todd's wife makes him snitch. Oh, that, that, that's fair. Yeah, it's, you know, he's, it's not he's, really Todd's fault. He's very henpecked. Is what he happens. he gives up a little information earlier. He's like, I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, and then oh, she's that like, bad kid. Maybe he'll get yeah. thrown in jail. She's like, tell him everything. That would improve Todd. my life fucking yeah. tenfold. But yeah, so she's a snitch, not Todd. Yeah, Connor gets gets the heads up from Budnick. He's like, there's a cop over there, man. Fucking piece out of here. Cheese it, bro. So he hits the back door of the arcade into like the yeah. service hallways of the fucking shopping mall. Yeah. Which I always thought was cool when I was a kid. Like, oh, what? There's hallways behind yeah. all the stores and you can run around in there? That seems crazy. How do I get back there? I'm always jealous that my older brother Ted worked at a mall because he got to walk through those. I'm always jealous of your older brother Ted's mall jobs. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Man. But Terminator sees him. ins and outs. He's chasing him. John Connor doesn't know he's being chased by a Terminator right nope. now. He just thinks he's being chased by a cop. He, in his mind, Terminator's not real. Yeah. Until he rounds a, a corner. Dingbat. And what does he come face to face with? <sighs> but the fucking Terminator that his mom's been telling him about this entire fucking childhood. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the T-800. Yeah. He's face to face with him. He's really strong. He's got no eyebrows and he's a leather daddy. You'll know him when you oh, see him, John. Yep, You'll know is. him when you see there him. There he is. That's got to be him. Yeah. And we think like, oh shit. Terminator's carrying a box of roses, which secretly has that shotgun in it. Yeah. He pulls it out. He's going to blow John Connor away, man. He's been found. There's two Terminators on his trail. He's yeah. fucked. Record scratch. <laughs> what? This Terminator starts shooting the T-1000 and tells him to like get down and get behind him. Get down. And then we got a Terminator fight. This is a huge reveal. Like, yeah. what? The bad Terminator is a good Terminator in this movie? I love how they waste... 
no fucking time and they just instantly mm-hmm. start mm-hmm. throwing each other through brick walls through brick walls oh so satisfying terminator, on terminator violence it's just you take each other by the shoulders hockey fight style and then just slam each other through brick walls that's another thing we got to give it up to that uh king kong versus godzilla movie oh, sure. they did the same thing when they first met they were just like mm, let them fuck each other up yeah you get you, you it's get what they're here to, to see gritty and it's then, what they're here to see and we'll, we'll do it again at the end T-1000 just like bam, bam, bam real quick, like blinking shots into the T-800 yeah. and T-800's fucking hitting him with the shotgun shells, which are putting like big, huge liquid metal splatters yeah. in him, which then like... You're like, this isn't our usual kind of Terminator. It's a fucking awesome battle and it just lets you know this movie's going to be full of awesome action. And yeah. I think this here, like the fact that there's two super powered things that are fighting each other yeah. is a big reason why this is just a straight action movie. Whereas the first one was an action horror movie. Right. Because it was like super powered thing against people who couldn't fucking defend against it. Yeah. Now it's just like fucking superheroes just fucking knocking down Metropolis and shit. Right. But with less of a body count than those movies about Superman. Yeah, these robots are a lot more responsible than that man that saves the world. And even with the Judgment Day sequences where the entire world yes, is nuked, I think still less. they still kill less yeah. people than they do in those Superman yeah. movies. At least those bombs are quick. So uh, he shoots him enough with a shotgun to get a moment where they can run down into the parking garage. Yep. John Connor gets on his dirt bike and fucking peels out out of there. You know what that means? T-1000 is going to do some running, man. Our first appearance. Robert Patrick's going to do some T-1000 running. Did you read anything about his training for the film? Oh, no, I didn't. But I'm sure there's pages and pages out there. He did like psychotic, lunatic-like running regimens to train. Uh Uh-huh. Where while he trained, he would only breathe through his nose. So that way when he filmed, he could run at full speed without having to open his mouth. And uh, apparently while they were filming this first scene, he kept catching up with the dirt bike. And they kept being like, you got to slow it down, man. You can't run faster than a dirt bike for real or we're not going to be able to keep filming this. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably the best running that's ever been put in movie. I think it's the best movie running ever. And I'm counting both... Tom Cruise and Mel Gibson's careers when I say that. That's fair. Yeah, it's... it's. They've both done top-notch running. It's really good. He's got, like, this robot fucking arm fucking scissor thing he's doing, which yeah. just looks crazy, and he looks really fast. Yeah. Incredibly fast. So he takes off running, blah, 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 blah. This is where we go to our next... Well, man, probably the first huge scene of the movie Uh, Fucking T-1000 realizes, even though he could in real life, he can't catch up with the dirt bike. He's got to get a vehicle all his own. So he steals a semi-wrecker and takes off after John Connor the dirt bike. Well, we all know Arnold's got his own wheels. Yeah, he's on his Harley. Uh, All three of our characters here are on wheels now. And we all know if you're shooting an action movie in Los Angeles, you're going to have to find a way to get down into those L.A. aqueducts. You got to. Because you can't shoot an action movie without getting down there. Fucking Buckaroo Banzai was there, you know? Indeed he was. So this scene's crazy. Fucking little boy on a dirt bike going through those aqueducts and then a semi chasing him just busts through a fucking overpass wall. Yeah. (laughs) ramps down like 20 feet and lands and is, is right behind him and he's yeah. about to get mowed down by yeah. a fucking semi you know they totaled that semi on that jump oh there's no way yeah, that thing survived totaled 10 or 12 fucking semis at least trying to film whatever happened like there. an episode of the dukes of hazard but yeah there's all sorts of just random trash he's got a zigzag in and out of and the semi is just plowing through the trash and i remember this being one of the more fun 
fighting game or levels of that super hard T2 video game that was out after this thing came out. Oh shit, I don't Arnie shows up on his Harley to help yeah. out and he starts shooting at the T1000 semi with his shotgun and then yeah. doing that cool thing where he flips it around and one hand recocks the fucking shotgun That's thing right. that he did. That had to have taken a lot of practice to get that shit down. He tore the shit out of his hand because he kept just pinching the skin right off and ripping the skin because he couldn't yeah. look. He had to do everything like uh-huh. a robot. Uh-huh. He couldn't dart his eyes everywhere. He just had to keep looking forward. Probably a lot of takes on this shit. I gotta imagine yeah. there was a lot of takes getting this ridiculously amazing sequence. I guess filmed. he whomped John in the head a few times with the shotgun, too. Oh, while they were filming? Yeah. Not just uh, on the set? Yeah, not just... Afterwards, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, eventually, he catches up with the semi, fucking does a jack move and passes it. That fucking... I want to give a shout-out to that, uh-huh. that jump that Arnold does, the Harley... Jumping off down into the, into the yeah. aqueducts. I know it's a stunt double, but my God, does it look good. That fucking motorcycle's way up in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way up in the he, fucking air. He fucking plants it, no problem. He bear paws John off the dirt bike. That thing goes flying under the semi fucking tires. Crunch, crunch. Badass. Now they're both on the Harley. We got a, a more fair chase here. We got some, some more horsepower. Hell on, yeah. On John Connor's legs. Eventually, the semi, though, just hits a concrete pillar that it can't get past and explodes. Well, he shoot, Arnold shoots out right? the tire. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. Before that, like, the top gets taken off. I love that scene where the top gets sheared off and you're like, It goes oop. underneath that overpass. Did it hit the T-1000? And then Patrick does that, like, horror movie fucking pop-up. Like, oh, shit, he's still there. That fucker. Yeah, it explodes into a gigantic ball of flames. Yeah. And then Schwarzenegger stops to, like, scan it. and uh, Flaming something emerges, and we're like, oh, shit, it's a Terminator. No, it's just a flaming tire. And you're like, oh, phew, coast is clear. Or at least that's what John and Arnold think they take off. And seconds later, uh-huh. the real Terminator comes out the fire. Which we always said when we were watching this, me and my friends when we were young, when that flaming tire rolls out and then falls to the ground and Schwarzenegger's like, just a tire turns around. It would be hilarious if that tire just morphed into the T-1000 and he was like, ha ha, gotcha. I I disguised myself as a tire. (laughs) Turns his hands into blades and just kills them real quick. (laughs) Oh, that was a really good plan, Robert Patrick. Good job, man. It doesn't happen, though. Uh, T-1000's still alive, but... uh, at the moment. Uh, My next bullet point yeah, here sure. is getting to know you. That's right. We get a little little. John Connor's like, pull over. Scene. Yeah. We need to talk. We need to set this movie up a little bit. People have questions, Arnold. I was always told the Terminators were assholes, but you seem to be pretty cool. Like, what's going on here, man? You're the bad guy from the last film. Explain yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, he says, my mission is to protect you. Oh, yeah? yeah? Well, who sent you? You did. You did. From the future. That's the premise. We've got the premise yeah. of the movie now. We get a, the cut back to the, the foster parents' house, and the mom's just oh, sitting there, oh, like, no. cutting veggies. Oh, no, that's another one of those fucking director cut thingies where they set up a little extra. Oh, No, it? I think they do. Well, this is all in here? I can't Soon remember after now. this is when he calls the parents. Yeah. On, on the... Because he's like, okay, uh, we're we're rapping, we're cutting it up. I like you, robot. We're gonna have some chemistry here. Where I'm a little boy ordering this killer robot around. Oh, you know this is yeah. These Let's calls, go. Yeah. Call my foster parents though, right? Because uh, I gotta see what's going on here. And instantly he knows something's off because his bitch fucking foster mom is being real nice. And she's cooking dinner. You know she was a real zero. Matt, that dog. 
It's going crazy. Max the dog. Yeah. He's going crazy in the background again. Somebody shut that fucking dog up. Could it be that the T-1000 is here in the fucking house? No, it's just it's just a stepmom and Todd. No, no, because the Terminator, the T-800, asks Edward Furlong, what's the name of the dog? Which he says it's Max. Max. It's Max we all dog. know. It's been established. So then the Terminator uses his voice modulator to sound like fucking balls just dropping Eddie Furlong. And says, Excuse me? What's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear her barking. What's wrong with Wolfie? And then the mom's like, Wolfie's fine, honey. Just uh, tell me where you are. And he's like, your foster parents are dead. Yeah. Which they are. We see in the next awesome fucking shot that that's exactly what's happening. I was hoping when Arnold goes to grab the phone, he was going to be like, what, what do you want to do pizza? <laughs> do you the pineapple? That's stupid. Hello, it's me, Edward Furlong, the boy. What is the dog doing? Got pepperoni and nine millimeter bullets. Uh, no, we get an awesome visual where we pan out and the mom has a fucking metal arm like the T-1000. Oh, She stabbed no. Todd through the fucking milk carton he was drinking directly out oh. of and through his head. He's stapled to the goddamn fridge. The T-1000 not only can make crazy metal arms, yeah. it can also make itself look like other people. Yeah. Is this the first scene we get where he kills somebody that way? Yes. Okay. Because I remember... Because how does he kill the cop? Did they show that? They don't uh, show yeah. it. He just shows back up with his uniform on. Because I remembered I had a false memory uh, after this thing came out on like DVD mm-hmm. and you could watch it all the time. I had kind of remembered he showed up as like an amorphous blob and Robert Patrick played the cop and then he just made himself look like Robert Patrick was like that the rest of the movie. Which would have made more sense. Yeah, and I don't remember why I had that memory, but that's not it at all. He just always looks like Robert Patrick as his default, which which makes no sense that he would have a a default that he looks like all the time And like when he's a thing that's supposed to blend in. Wouldn't wouldn't all the other cops that he interacts with in the movie be like, "Mm, I don't know you. (laughs) LAPD, it's a a big force. It might be from a different precinct. I don't know how it works. But you don't even get a scene of like, oh, are you the new guy? Like, it's just... Just like, ah, that's that guy we work have with. We, have we established in a Last Action Hero, there is a guy working on the other That's LAPD. right. I'm sorry. Like yeah, Patrick, you're right. So yeah. They probably just think it's him. It makes yeah. sense. He's got a doppelganger. Oh, hey, it's the guy from Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of dump of info here on what the T-1000 is. Yeah. Uh, John Connor's like, you guys are turning into like a bomb and get me. He's like, it cannot make any no. chemicals and moving pots. Only knives and stabbing weapons. Yes. And we learn that it can only mimic things that are the same size as it. It can't turn into like a matchbook, which is insane because we've just seen it be the size of a tiny little woman when he's Robert Patrick's size. Right. Robert Patrick's got at least like eight or nine pounds on a tiny woman. Where did he put all that dick when he turned into her, you <laughs> exactly. know? Exactly. Well, it's probably he's got to take all his dick mass and just make it like floor goop like we see later. Where yeah. like a lot of them is just floor goop. Yeah. Spread it out on the ground. I'm a handrail. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Connor's got to escape from the loony bin is, is my next bullet point yep. here. Uh, She's strapped down. She gets sexually assaulted. Cops are showing her footage of the, the, the shootout at the mall. And she's like, this is the same guy. Oh, I skipped the scene. There we go. Same yep. guy from the shit you had going on 10 years yep. ago. Tell us who he is. Tell us all about him. What do you know, Sarah Connor? Yeah. She's stonewalling these assholes. Just being catatonic. She's like, no big deal, man. So they're like, ah, she's giving us nothing Throw her back in her cell and don't let her sneakily sneak any paper clips out of the folder we were showing her here because then she could use them to escape. They give up to her the fact that the Fosters have been killed. 
Yeah, that's right. And she knows, like, this thing's coming after John Connor, my son. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out of here and protect his ass. Yeah. I got to be the new Kyle Reese of this movie. She's probably killed, or the Terminator's probably killed Slider already. That's what she's thinking. Yeah. That iguana's fucking been roasted. Oh. This, is, this is what's oh. happening. That's what point of the movie we're at. You know, a lot of times, uh, iguanas, when they get older, they just get mean and they'll attack their owners. They're terrible pets. They're yeah. Fer- yeah. Just ferociously violent. I remember my best friend a couple of doors down had one for a while when yeah. we were kids, but like it wasn't like a long lasting pet. I think just he maybe just like had no idea how to take care of it or something and it like died after six months or yeah, something. Yeah, a lot of lizards. I don't do quite that remember too. what happened to that iguana. On account of the awful conditions you have to keep for them to yeah, live. You probably you probably shouldn't let yeah. like a eight year old boy be in charge yeah. of keeping a lizard like that alive. Yeah, that's fair. Uh next scene, John Connor's telling the Terminator all about his childhood yeah. in Nicaragua. 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 Very funny hearing this squeaky voice, tiny kid, suddenly be able to do an authentic sounding pronunciation of Nicaragua. Yeah. Lake Titicaca. There's a little, if there's any move, scene in this movie, I think that's like a little overacted and sweaty and drags it down a bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's this young Edward Furlong monologue about how traumatic his childhood was yeah. and all the crazy stepdads that he had to run through as his mom was trying to yeah. get him like hardened and stuff. Yeah. It's just a lot of. Act- I just wanted a real daddy. A lot of acting to ask such a young boy to do. We get it, James Cameron. Divorce is a thing that's happening a lot He's lately. He's, we get he pulls it, it off, but it's a little sweaty. It's it's a little sweaty. It's a little much. This is also where we he figures out that the T eight hundred has to follow any order that he gives him, so he uses that to bully some people because he's a shithead little teenager. Oh, we should probably bring up the fact of why John Connor or Ed Furlong gets such a pass in this movie because we haven't brought it up yet. Oh, okay. He looks cool as fuck. He does look cool. He's got some his like hair's 90s perfect. hair swooped in his face. He's got to like perfect throw back hair. a little bit. Yeah. He's got that cool like army coat kind of jacket yeah, sure. shirt uh-huh, thing uh-huh. and that public enemy shirt. He's got it's a little grungy. I got my ripped out jeans in honor of a little him, early you know? grunge grungy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, f- you yeah. look cool as hell. In These are my jeans, fucking man. John Connor jeans, just bro. Flashing kneecaps to anybody yeah. who wants to look at them. That's right. But yeah, his, his voice is changing, which is unfortunate. It makes him a little bit annoying to listen to, but yeah. also it kind of adds to it in a couple scenes yeah. when he really starts getting wild. I don't know. Furlong's not bad in this. I know a lot of people are just like, Furlong fucking sucks in that movie. It's the only thing bad about it. I think for a kid his age, he does a good job. Yeah. This scene here, a little bit much. Like a a big dramatic monologue. Yeah. Tiny little bit too much to ask. But yeah, some fucking jocks come over and they're like, hey, is this fucking leather daddy bothering you, man? And Did you meet him on the internet? Oh, wait, it's only 91 or 92. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's just like, Fuck with these guys, so Terminator just starts killing these guys because that's what Terminators do. Yeah, and they terminate, bro. They, they fucking they they terminate people. Yeah. Well, the first uh, he's a dick to this kid. I forget. There's a great line where he calls him a little dipshit, and yeah. Furlong says, "Dipshit." And did you call Mua a dipshit? Yeah, he's a real Bart Simpson. Cool this said Furlong, real fucking Bart Simpson type. Yeah. In this movie, and as a ten year old, especially, I fucking love that. No, but yeah, he's like, uh, who's a dipshit now, you jock douchebag? I'm going to yeah. have my guy beat you up. But then instead of beating him up, he starts to murder them because hey. he's a Terminator. He's like, don't worry, John, I'm going to unload yeah. this 9 millimeter uh-huh. in this 
F-word's mouth. So this is where we learn there's a line in the sand, Terminator. John Connor doesn't think he should just go around killing people all the time for the rest of this movie because this is going to be yeah. like a PG-13 yeah. actioner, not a hard R-rated horror movie right. like the first one. Yeah. You're not going to kill anybody anymore. <laughs> we need PG-13 violence. Arnold, we can't sell a bunch of toys of you if you're just killing randos. Mm-hmm. Next scene, Sarah's chained to her bed back in her jail cell. By a perverted yeah, here nurse dude yeah. who licks her face yeah. and doesn't just lick her face. Maybe describe to us a little bit what's going on with this lick. <laughs> it's a full on like Gene Simmons' mm. tongue yeah. all the way out, mm-hmm. starts down uh, yeah. just behind the chin, lower yeah. jawline, Ugh. and then just works his way. It's her right cheek. He makes it like dragging a slow it. dragging slow brush drag. motion. All the way up to the tippy top of her so cheekbone, extra. like right before he gets to the eye, and like doesn't like do it to the so tip. Just kind of like flats it and just like, and then just peels it off. Like if you're gonna yeah. lick a girl from butthole and navel, that's yeah. what he does to her face. Yeah, if if it's a lot, it's a lot for this PG-13 kids movie. Yeah, but uh, she's like. Still playing catatonic, dude, because I got a plan. Waits yeah. for him to leave. Spits out that paper clip that she had fucking under her tongue. Yeah. Gets to work getting out of those shackles. I don't like that she doesn't wipe her face off right away. Yeah, he was probably a little cat bath. Probably a little bit refreshing. We've established that he's, she's sitting true. around in her own filth. Like, yeah. Couldn't have been any worse than how she was already feeling. That's fair. He's probably brushed his uh-huh. teeth more recently than her. It's not a big deal. She gets out of her shackles, starts trying to fucking... Pick the lock to the door to get out. Yeah. And this is where we start getting some like little extra stuff. What's going on in the loony bin right mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. There's a sassy old lady working the front desk. Oh, what a card. She's something. Huh? Sassy old lady from LA Maud. Confidential. Oh, the one who's uh, got the dead body rotting under her house in that movie. It's <sighs> the only other thing I've seen her from, but she's got such a distinctive face and voice. I, I remembered her exactly. And we got a big fat ginger cop who's a security guard out in the lobby who's just like uh, getting some coffee from yeah. the coffee machine. Yeah. Just a normal guy. No big deal. He doesn't have a twin brother that looks just like him that we saw in Gremlins 2. So there's nothing crazy about to what? happen. Also, uh, can we talk about the coffee machine for a second? Oh, sure. I'd love to. That fucking this poker. Is, are we going to have a little coffee talk? Cart, yeah. So that's going to happen Coffee right talk. Now? Talk amongst yourselves. No big whoop. That, that, the fucking poker-themed coffee cups that come sure. out of the fucking machine. Some sort of like pull tab game or something going on the cups. I'm sorry. When you saw that as a kid, weren't you like, I can't wait to be drinking those? <laughs> no, not really. That never registered. Well, that's me. weird for me then, because I totally was like, if anything, this... I was just thinking, like, if there's something you can win there, why don't you just pull the whole sleeve of cups out of the machine and not get any coffee and just tear all those things off like an asshole? It's not how it works. Oh. They're up in there, man. Oh, how it works? Okay. I oh, don't know. Boy. I don't know. So, uh, anyways, the T-1000's fucking here is what happens here, mm-hmm. is that he comes out of the floor. He's like morphed to look like the checkered floor, and then yeah. he all morphs up into the T-1000. Good thing they explained in the previous scene what he can and can't uh-huh. do. And then he turns into an exact duplica of the redheaded fat cop. Yep. And then he does a little knife finger, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he does the same little poke through, through that he gave to Todd. This guy and he's like... Now I'm the fucking cop. This I'm one on the just premises. goes in the corner of his eyeball. Where is Sarah Connor? Because I know that John Connor is going to be here yeah. any minute looking for that bitch. Yeah, I got to find that. He, and so he just starts sniffing the air. He's yeah. like... 
Next it's around here somewhere. We see the face licker. He's doing yeah. his rounds, and he's a little suspicious. What's going on? Something's amiss here. What's happening? Let me look in this janitor closet. Why is there a mop that's had its mop handle fucking broken. broken in half? This makes no sense. Oh, it's because Sarah Connor's behind you, and she's going to brutally beat you to death Whoa. with a fucking wooden mop handle in this yeah. scene. Yeah. Which is pretty devastating, and I think probably would have got them a worse rating if they hadn't established the face lick. Like, it doesn't seem yeah. as bad because you're like, oh, that's that guy who licked the face. He deserved it. Everybody He should have got beaten to death like yeah. that. I also like that uh, we get some common sense action movie here. Okay. She beats the shit out of that dude. Yeah. And then even though she's got a, a fucking mop handle, she's like, this guy's got a fucking nightstick. That's sure. even better to wield around. Grab that shit to fucking brain people's she knees She does with the video game one-up right here. Uh-huh. She's like, yeah, I'm going to upgrade my weapon right here. So she upgrades it. She goes to where her doctor is and yeah. just breaks his arm with the nightstick instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a little excessive. Maybe makes her character seem like an unsympathetic psycho. Except once again, like we've established, this guy's an asshole who baited and switched her, made her yeah. think she was going to be able to get out, and then pulled the rug out from under her. So we're like, we want to see this guy get it too. I'm I've, still on Sarah Connor's side. I've also established in my notes for this scene, mm-hmm. still no bra. Oh, that's right. Nice. It's not like there's like a closet full of bras she could break into and get those things supported. She's got a lot of running to do still with those things flapping around. You know I'm a big fan of continuity. <laughs> that's right. No continuity errors. If yeah. I see a bra strap, yeah. one star out of this movie. Wait a minute. You're losing a ninja Wait star. a minute. Where'd she get a bra? Yeah. Uh, she fucking sticks a syringe in some, like, Drano and then sticks it in the doctor's arm and is like, you're, or his neck, and she's like, you're my fucking hostage now, man. You're, you're my ticket out of here. Yeah. They don't let me through all these fucking locked gates and get out of here? You're getting Drano in your neck, motherfucker. Yep. Arnie and John are in the loony bin, is, is my next fucking, uh, bullet point. Yep. Here. He shows up, and he's at the gate, and he shoots the guard in the knees. Yep. John Connor's freaking out. Oh, what are you doing? He live. Classic line, he'll live. Classic Schwarzenegger delivery. Classic line. Fucking killer. Killer stuff right there. He's the goods, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit goes crazy in the fucking uh, loony bin. Sarah's running through the halls because there's just like shit going on everywhere. There's jacked up nurses trying to come after her. When what happens is she comes face to face with her greatest fear. Her, mm. tor- her tormentor from the first film. <sighs> Arnold Schwarzenegger in a jacket. Oof. Great fucking shot here where she stops, she freaks out, she instantly just loses all muscle control and falls to the ground. Yeah. You get some sweet fucking slow-mo here. She gets that PTSD. PTSD as a fucking motherfucker. She turns around, tries to run, but gets a sweet low tackle from one of those uh, those nurse guys. It's classic edge spear. This guy probably played some intramural football in yeah. his college days, I, I would have assumed. He wasn't afraid to mm-hmm. hit a bitch. But the Terminator shows up, grabs these guys, tosses them through windows and into walls and shit. And then we get the fucking callback. The callback to the fucking first film. Come with me if you want to live. Ooh. Pandering. A little bit of pandering to throw into the uh, trailers and bring in the Terminator fans. I think so, but it works for me. You think so? I, fan service. Yeah. Fan service. It I works for me. Ever. I'm not mad at him bringing back the come with me if you want to live one. Totally works. Yeah, totally works. It's different with Arnie fucking delivering mm-hmm, it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So anyways, she comes with him because she wants to live, but the T-1000 is right on their fucking heels. So yeah. we get a little shootout, and then we get the T-1000 uh, 
morphing his body through the, the metal gate. Oh yeah, which is a cool, still great special right through effect the prison this bars. Fucking day. And then the doctor, we get that great shot of him seeing the T-1000 do that and doing like a comical, like, Dan Aykroyd, drop your cigarette out of your mouth yep. fucking reaction. Like, oh, fuck, everything that woman's been raving about turns out is absolutely <laughs> true. Kind of feel like a piece of shit. We're all going to die in Judgment Day, as it turns out, probably. Yep. <laughs> Send me that whole bomb thing she was talking about, it's true. Yeah, so uh, oh, they're still they're still going with those fucking fireworks out there. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's pretty fucking real hopefully to me. This is, hopefully this is showing up on the record as some... Fourth of July ambiance. Oh, right we're now. gonna sound like uh, Sarah Connor if it doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Those guys are ranting and raving lunatics. Oh, God. Yeah, but we get some more run in here where uh, T1000's coming after him. He's making some cool like arm hooks now. It's not just arm swords. He's yeah. doing arm hooks. He's like opening up elevator doors with it, jumping down shafts, yeah. like landing on the top of the elevator they're trying to escape in. Schwarzenegger shooting shotgun bullets up into the fucking yeah. roof of the elevator. Awesome action scene here. Linda Hamilton went deaf filming this scene. She uh, like permanently or for a little bit uh, in one of her ears permanently. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, she took her. Uh, uh, fucking, she didn't even parlay this into like a lot more work either. She took her earplugs out on accident in between set or uh, in between uh-huh. a scene and put them back or didn't put them back in and mm. yeah. E. Yeah. It'll, yeah, so yeah, they steal a car and they bolt, but the T-1000 oozes through the elevator roof and comes right after them. More Robert Patrick running. He runs so fast yeah. he's able to jump and hook arm his arms into the back of the car they're driving away in. It's really cool. Uh, Arnie shotguns them off, so then he goes you remember rolling. Homer Simpson did the same thing to Ned Flanders, but with golf clubs. <laughs> Isn't there a scene too where Homer Simpson in one episode is just using a gun as like a tool to like turn off the lights and stuff in the house? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what Schwarzenegger is doing with his shotgun yeah. throughout this movie. <laughs> like yeah. just anytime he needs to like get through a door or get through anything, he's shotgunning it open. He's very Homer Simpson with this shotgun, using yeah. it as a multi-purpose tool, really. It's the one where Homer starts the gun club. Uh-huh. Also, a little thing I always appreciated here is when they're getting away after he's shotgunned the metal hooks off so mm-hmm. that John Connor has the sense of mind to pull the little hook off and throw it away. Then it, like, turns into ooze and comes back and morphs back into the T-1000's yeah. foot. Because I was always thought, like, oh, he's going to be able to track them because that little bit yeah. of his arm's still in their car. And then I was like, oh, no. John Connor has the same thoughts as you, young boy. You could be John Connor. You are that good. You're that Good, I felt like man. I was the John Connor when I was having those thoughts. Attention to detail. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it is, man. You know all about T-1000s, man. T-1000's not going to pull yeah. one over on me. Linda was an unthankful bitch, though. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. first we get a little tear-filled reunion between mother and son, though, where Schwarzenegger is asking them, What is wrong with your eyes? Why are your eyes water? Why do you look like such a homosexual? This is a great, great setup for a very important scene later on where he's, he's trying to figure out what crying is and, mm. and why it happens. But uh, yeah, fucking Sarah is just like, what the fuck is with this Terminator? I hate Terminators. They suck. She does. We do know that about her. Mm-hmm. John Connor's like, no, this is, this is kind of a cool Terminator. We've got a little bit of uh, comedic chemistry going between he's us. He's my homie You'll Terminator. See You'll see how it works out. They find some place to like lay low, break into some garage or something. Yep. Arnie's sewing up the gash in Sarah's back, and then she's pulling all the bullets out of his back. And I'm like, okay, we're doing some badass like warrior mm-hmm. bonding here. Mm-hmm. I could see these two fucking by the time the movie's over. Definitely, maybe, maybe. hopefully. Getting more talk about what the Terminator is. This is where Arnold lets us know my CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. 
Yeah. The more he hangs around uh, fucking people, the more he learns about them, the better he's able to act like one. So John Connor's like, well, let's do some little workshop and, and teach you some cool fucking early 90s slang. Yeah. So you sound like a Bart Simpson type like I do. You got to. Do you know how to say uh, cowabunga? Because yeah. that's a thing you're going to need to learn how Super to say. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you know, yeah, shit like that. Is, yeah. Cool shit. Teaching them all sorts of shit here. Hasta la vista, baby. Chill out, dickwad. No problemo. Don't have a cow, man. Yeah. Just like all, all the, th- got any cheese? He's teaching them all the cool early 90s lingo right here. Do they cut his brain open? here or is that just the director's cut no they don't cut his brain open here that's, okay that's the director's cut they do looked, talk a little bit about like how long his power cell lasts he's like yeah. 120 years yeah so then we're like oh terminators weirdly have mortality yeah the uh in the director's cut they're like he's like oh i can learn more if you flip the switch in my brain oh and interesting they, they cut his head open yeah and then like there's a metal Little. plate and they open it up mm-hmm. and they take the microchip out which is the same one that skynet has flip that switch so yeah. like the th- yeah. the regulators are off yeah. on how much he can fucking learn and linda's linda wants to smash the chip right then and there oh yeah i remember and from john the one connor's like that. she has that moment she's like john connor's like this is my fucking boy and she's like bro you've never had to fight one of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, kill it now. Next scene, it's the next day, and we stopped at a hamburger stand. <laughs> fucking Sarah Connor's thousand yard stare. She's chewing on this fucking hamburger. Oh. This always cracks me up. Didn't so take much. a good look. This bitch, A, has seen so much, yeah. and B, hasn't ate a hamburger probably in yeah. years at this point. Also, coming down off all that Thorazine. Yeah. And my, 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 my good friend John Turek used to always do a Furlong's line from this scene whenever there was a quiet moment where he'd just put his hand over to you and go, you want some of my fries? Oh, God. <laughs> Anytime we're eating. Anytime we're eating, he'd oh. find the perfect opportunity to hit you with the, you want some of my fries? Oh, uh, he would. <laughs> that fucker. Yeah, that's right. It's a great time. Ugh. Great time. Schwarzenegger's filling us all in on the history of the future. Skynet comes from Cyberdyne. Skynet launches the missiles. Cyberdyne is fucking, you know, it's it's the crux of it all. If, if you want to stop the future, you got to stop Cyberdyne, basically. Oh, also, when he was teaching him the slang, mm-hmm. before he teaches him hasta la visa, don't mm-hmm. forget he lets them know, if you want to shine them on, yeah, you say um, hasta la visa. What does that mean? Okay, we got somebody at the door. Let's, let's, let's hit pause. Oh. After these messages, we'll be right back. Bang, bang, bang. get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. <laughs> when my ten-gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down, or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slice a chunk of, a snacker is a winner, and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! Okay, after that slight interruption, we're <coughs> back. Um, we had to do some business. 
the we uh, filmed an entire episode. Our drug dealer showed up of this old house with Bob Vila. That's true. We don't have a drug dealer. We are yeah. the drug dealers. That's right. Enrique, estás aquí? Is my next bullet point, Matt? Oh, Enrique! Yeah, a little reunion here He's with a good uh, guy. some old guerrilla warrior friends of Sarah Connors. Yeah. I think is what's happening here. First members of the resistance, brother. We learn that she speaks excellent Spanish because these people are all Mexican people. She's yeah. trying to get over the border. These people, you know, they they know how to do it. These people have all the connections. Bad hombres. They also have like a compound made out of junkyard stuff out in the middle of the desert yeah which is pretty fucking awesome what do you probably how we'll be living soon i would imagine what do you think's under that junkyard giant cool weapons cache is the first thing i've learned about it this is what trump tried to warn us yeah, about this is what's going on these fucking bad hombres they're digging tunnels i saw t2 we got to build a wall these are bad hombres actually i think he like is infamous for just like watching a bunch of 80s and yeah. 90s action movies yeah. half of things he's thinking about could be coming from the shit we're watching yeah. on this podcast coolest president ever shit, the shit dumb shit we're talking about on this podcast could have been just like essential to a lot of policy that he got was made. The only president hoping aliens would come to the town just so he could do that whole ID four shit. Yeah, that's right. His yeah. fucking space force shit. I think I think that went through. We've got a space force now, right? Yeah, like, I'm yeah, thinking of joining up. Pretty fucking happened. We should join up. There's probably we're not doing anything. Benefits there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least get some health insurance. Government or whatever. men. Uh, Enrique, the guy who's in charge of all this shit, is just drinking straight out of a bottle of tequila. Cuervo like in the desert, and like yeah. there's just sand blowing around everywhere. This mm-hmm. must be the most dehydrated man on the planet. I was worried about Enrique. Like, how is his hydration? This might be one of my favorite scenes right here. The, the the scene where Arnold and the boy get put on weapons detail. Right before that. Oh, okay. What are we talking about? When Enrique's little baby walks up Bambino? to Arnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Arnold just picks him up by the Scruff back of his britches. Like he's a husky dog. Lifts him straight up in the air and looks at the kid like, I don't really know what you are. And that little baby just gives Arnold the same look back like, not really sure what you are. Some of that kindergarten cop magic they're they're rekindling here in this movie. Yeah, The light moments work in this movie. Not rekindling. We weren't there yet. Oh, true, true. This this was where when he picked that kid up, he was like, I might be able to do a movie with kindergartners. Jim Cameron movies, like when I think about them, I don't think about effective humor. Yeah. And I think this movie's got a sprinkling of it. Like, some oh, of yeah. it works. Some of it oh, yeah. works. Great like visual cuts shit. That one cut scene in the extended version, yeah. like somewhere around here, I think, where he's trying to teach him how to smile. And oh, yeah. That crazy, insane, <sighs> just Joker fucking grin. Yeah, that's right. That in shit fucking cracks me up. But yeah, what I love is when somebody gets put on weapons detail in a movie like this and Commando and shit, which yeah. is like, here's a fucking cache of badass fucking weapons. We got to go That's through right. and pick all this stuff we want to use the for the mission ones. later. Just like in T1. Yeah, they're down in a little pit. They've got like a fucking rail gun. They're picking up all sorts of grenade launchers. And it's just like, don't worry, you're going to see a lot more cool shit happening in this movie. He finds, we, we got it under control. Because he finds the minigun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Gatling yeah. baby. Looks good on him. This is another scene where just like as he's do looking you, through the guns. Do you think the minigun is a callback to Predator? I don't see why it wouldn't be because he does that quip to him where he's like, it looks good on you or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably just like a fuck you, Ventura. I yeah. get to carry the minigun right. now. Like It looks better on me than it did on you, you Minnesota pussy. I'm in pussy. the gym longer than you are That's now. Right. Bigger biceps. Bigger biceps. Gotta have him. Once again, he's talking about like his childhood while the, the machine's 
picking up all these guns and like his mom and all everything she's mm-hmm. been through. And this is where he asks him, why do you cry? Obsessed with crying here. This is the second time he's brought it up. He's you look to, like a little bitch woman, he's John. He uses new unregulated processor to, to learn emotions and learn about crying. Like I also noted in this scene, new shirt for Linda. Oh, yeah. Still She's no a, bra. Still no bra, but... Yeah, uh, she got a dark tank top there's, on Yeah, that. I was going to say, there's something like a white tank top and no bra, which I think is just the yeah. ultimate outfit for a woman to be in ever. Right, you spend the whole time being like, I think I see nip. I think I can like see yeah, the nipple can, through like, it. I can see the color. The I can see the color. <laughs> so uh, Sarah sees them bonding here, like yeah. high-fiving each other and shit, and she's just like, hmm new daddy maybe have yeah. i found my next in a long series of abusive stepfathers am i gonna have to hump this mm-hmm. robot yeah i, I wrote uh, she's totally on board with this the idea of him being the dad but does that mean she has plans on fucking the terminator question mark this these are yes. the things that are on my mind answer mark yes no fate is uh my next bullet point none this is where sarah is having having her dream yeah the dream she told her doctors about where the children burn like paper and then blow away like leaves. Yeah. I like how it's like 1997 here, apparently, but she's back to her 80s crimped hair in her dream. She's like, innocent. yeah, she's 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 an innocent again as she's yeah. getting eradicated by a nuclear explosion. I didn't think of it that way, yeah, but yeah. you're right. That makes no sense. Still, I think this is the best depiction of a nuclear explosion I've ever seen put on film. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing else has beat it. Fucking, no. it's crazy. Just, we watch LA get decimated. All these, like, little miniatures and stuff. Yeah. It all looks so cool. Oh. Screaming, the children screaming. Sarah Connor clutching the chain link fence, screaming while she, her flesh is burned away from her skeleton. And then she's just a Ghost Rider skeleton, fucking screaming and like ultimate warrioring a chain link fence. You can see Riggs pulling down a beach house with his pickup truck in the background. <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening in the background. It's like, all there. Riggs, don't bother. The shockwave's it's, coming, we're man. We're all going to die, bro. It's, all, it's taking care of all of it, bro. He was so mad. <laughs> just, they Damn. killed him, Roger. They killed him both. You don't understand, Roger. Special Forces. It's Judgment Day, Roger. You don't understand. That's a Judgment Day tattoo. Roger. That's a Skynet tattoo, Roger. Kill them all, Roger. So next morning, or not morning, she's just fucking napping off a tequila fucking drunk right here mid-afternoon, I think. She gears up in an all-blank now, all-black tactical gear and like some shit, and she takes off alone. She peels off. Everybody's freaking out. Where the fuck's Linda Hamilton going? John Connor, John Connor sees that she's carved no fate in the picnic table. And he's like, well, this is something my dad used to tell her. Yeah. No fate. You only have the fate. But Which you're telling me, uh, Bian, we got that scene mm-hmm. earlier, Bian saying mm-hmm. this. And then later we get this scene of uh, him explaining to us what Bian said. Yeah. I got to say, if you're going to cut one of them, I get it. You don't want to hear it twice. Why not leave Bian in in the theatrical? Thank you. And cut out the reiteration of him. It should just be like... No fate on the picnic table, knowing look. Like, oh, we heard earlier what all that means. Was he... You want Bean delivering it, not Edward Furlong. Was Bean already that much of a drunk where Jimmy Cameron was like, Uh, I'm on the outs with uh, this fucker. (laughs) You're not going to be in Titanic, bro. Get this sad sack lush out of my movie. Jim Cameron ruined Michael Bean. let's be honest. Yeah, but uh, they're talking about no fate, and then he realizes what that means. She's yeah. going to try to change the future. Yep. So he screams to everybody, she's going to blow him away! Amazing delivery. Yeah. Great work, Edward Furlong. I'm on your side. Anytime a young Even boys... Even now, just like uh, post-drug addiction, yeah. just like uh, fat dad Edward Furlong, still yeah. on your side, bro. I'm rooting for mm. you. Where do you stand on, uh, what's that, uh, det- 
the Detroit Rock City whatever movie. He I did. remember when that came out, yeah. and unfortunately, Matt, yeah, I never saw it. Oh, unfortunately, I missed that one. It's it's the big hole in my. Uh, it's gonna be the, the furlong filmography. It's gonna be a real treat for you tonight when you watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll probably watch that one by hey, the end of the week. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Next scene, we're at Dyson's house. Miles Bennett Dyson. Danny Dyson is running around playing with his remote control truck, yeah. not listening to a goddamn word his mom's trying to tell him. Not a word. He's trying to tell him, go to bed, yeah. put it away, brush your teeth, all this stuff. This little fucker is just like, eh, I'll do it when I do it, ma. This was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, equality still wasn't a thing. So as soon as your dad came home, you didn't have to listen to your mom anymore. Oh, that sucks. But uh, I think he kind of deserves to be shot and killed right here by sarah connor because i'm like ki- listen to your mother the kid or the dad the kid she's, yeah. he's a little shit man yeah. listen to your mom or you're gonna get blown away by a crazy white woman yeah. in a fucking tactical gear and a tank top yeah but uh ironically we see sarah connor in the bushes with like a sniper rifle she's mm-hmm. about to blow old miles bennett dyson away as he's clack clack clacking away at his computer yeah ironically if if this little boy doesn't run his truck into his dad's foot and make him duck at the last second right. before that shot's fired this could have been a real quick movie right here. It could have been like, blew him away, done. Future's over. Future's fucking fine. <laughs> like, we don't have to do the rest Everybody of this movie. Everybody go home. If uh, Todd is the great uh, unsung hero of this film, I think Danny, uh, Danny Dyson is, is the, the villain. He's the great villain of this yeah. film. That people don't talk about what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. Oh, Jim Cameron's movies are always so long. Blame Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, he's the problem. Danny so, missed shot. Uh, she puts the gun into full auto now, and she's just fucking lighting up this house. Everybody's freaking out. Dyson, like, takes one in the shoulder, I think. He gets, like, winged or takes one in the shoulder yeah, or something. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there's craziness, right the craziness happening. She, she gets in the house. The whole family's, like, on the kitchen floor screaming. Right. Danny's over his father saying, don't hurt my daddy. Don't hurt my daddy. It's the most horrific scene of the movie. It's Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty gross watching this. It's going to murder. She's... she's thinking about whether or not she's going to shoot this man in front of uh, his his wife yeah. and child. But she doesn't. She doesn't go full on psycho here. Yeah. She she starts freaking out. She like breaks down, huddles in the corner, goes fucking catatonic. We're we're back to crazy We've seen uh, this before. Crazy catatonic Sarah yeah. Connor and not uh psycho violent Sarah Connor. Luckily, you never know which one you're going to get. Luckily, our level-headed calm influence shows up, John Connor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh, mom's having another psychotic break. I'll talk to uh, her for a second. Hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger, why don't you gut your arm, rip yeah. off all your skin, and uh, show these people that you have a metal skeleton? I like that John Connor's like, although my mother was about to shoot your father in front of you, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you out of the room, little yeah. boy, so you don't have to watch hey. this ape man cut his arm off show me your room yeah well, not that that sounded any better yeah there's a cycle that. of abuse i think bad things happened to him when yeah. he was young and now he's taking other younger boys into into rooms it, it's not shia's fault for what he's doing to these women yeah, these days ho- that's all i'm saying hopefully hopefully nothing bad went on the set of this movie because man we talk about a lot of yeah. movies where bad things clearly happen on their sets yeah so yeah, he rips off his skin, shows these screaming people that he's a terrifying fucking cyborg monster, and they're like, oh fuck, shit's about to go down. Our life has changed instantly. Yeah. Linda's like, well, I was going to kill you because you create Skynet, and then Miles is like, that's heavy. What if we just fucking like- Heavy, heavy. There's that word again. What if we what just blow up Linda tells him. Skynet and burn everything yeah. in there? And then I'll pinky swear to not make a Skynet after yeah. that, and you don't kill me. Deal? And she's Deal. like, I, 
All right, let's do it. So Assault on Cyberdyne. Hell yeah. Next bullet point. Hell yeah. Uh, Dyson shows up with this fucking ragtag crew of weirdos and yep. tries to uh, sweet talk Carl, the security yeah. guard. Like, hey, hey, Carl, the security guard. Uh, I got some of my friends. I'm yeah. going to show them, show them the lab up there, huh? That's all right, right? Hey, I'm sweating bullets in the middle of the night and can't move my left arm, but uh, I'm going to take these honkies Carl's upstairs. No big it. deal. Fucking Carl's excellent at his yeah. job. He's right. Yeah, I don't think so, Miles yeah. Bennett Dyson. That's not how things work here at Cyberdyne. You know this. I was born at night, but not last night. So, uh, you know? Yeah. Hit some one so of those. Furlong maybe. pulls out some duct tape and like yeah. menacingly, like yeah. uh, unspools it a little. It's just like rape in his eyes. Yeah, it looks like he's done this before. Well, it was creaky. Squeal like a pig. Fucking yeah, he threatens this grown man with duct tape, and he he pulls it off. Yep. They duct tape him in the bathroom and are like, "Let's go do our work." Unfortunately, Carl's got a partner. There's a second security guard. Right. Shows up, finds Carl duct taped in the shitter, and is like. I'm going to trigger that silent alarm, man. Usually Carl's not duct taped to the floor, hogtied in the fucking bathroom like this. I think this is reason something's for the probably silent up. alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something's probably up. Unless it's a classic Carl prank. <laughs> you ever stop to consider? Even with Carl, though, how would he hogtie himself like that? It's very impressive. Carl's good, man. Half his shit. Could have been Juanita shit. the cleaning lady. So Miles Bennett Dyson's clearance card isn't getting him into anything because the silent alarm's on, so mm-hmm. everything's been locked down. If only we know somebody who can hack into card-based systems and overwrite it to, you know, do no what one, you want. No one has yet it's in the phone, so I don't so know who would. There's no way we're going to be able to, I guess, just go home. Is oh, what shit. What? What is it? John Connor is a perfect 90s hacker, bro. Oh, perfect 90s hair, perfect 90s hacker. That's a lot of why he got to lead the resistance was because of his hack. Yeah, he's skills. like, give me your key. I'm going to fucking plug it into my Sega Game Gear. Plug it fucking in, plug it in. Give me a minute. Um, I'll hack into here. And Schwarzenegger's like, I can hack into all the other stuff. With grenades. Because I've been shooting through doors and shit this entire yeah. fucking uh, this movie. Here's a grenade launcher. I'm just going to start grenade launching through all the doors. Is that door locked? Not anymore. Yeah, now it's been grenade fucking launched. So You've just been... Erased. Uh, they get upstairs. They rig everything to blow. John Connor gets the second key you need to get into the vault to get the computer chip and get the mm-hmm. fucking robot arm. They're ready to go. They're ready to blow everything. And get out of here. You got to. Unfortunately, that silent alarm. Every cop showed up. Every every cop what? in the world is, is now outside. They've got <sighs> everything. They've got paddy wagons. They got tanks. They've got choppers in the air. Helos. Son of a bitch. This is a full-on diehard situation this has turned into right here. <sighs> it's not what they wanted. No. Schwarzenegger's like, I'm going to take care of this, guys. Yeah. I've got this big chain gun we've established. Yep. And this grenade launcher. So he just walks to the window and just kicks a desk out the window. Kicks a desk out the window, walks to the edge of it, and then just kills like a, a thousand people. <laughs> he doesn't kill anybody. No, we're told that he doesn't. He but, just shoots but their cars on, up. He explodes like 10 cop cars. Cops right next to them, just grenading them, fucking chain gunning everything. He shoots them up real good before yeah, they explode, the so the cops here. get a chance to run away. They all run. We saw. This is very destructive. We saw. James Cameron's blowing up a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Like this is this is big time stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this is meanwhile. This is happening is when they get the the arm and the 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 chip and yeah. Sean Connor says we got Skynet by the balls now. Come Pretty. on, let's book. Pretty cool. Fucking love when he starts talking like Bart Simpson. Pretty cool. Loves it. Unfortunately, before they can book it out of here, Miles Dyson gets blown away because the SWAT team rolls in and like they're just full on just shooting everybody. Yeah, just unloading their clips. 
Miles Bennett dies and gets shot like 12 times. Yeah, because it's the 90s and it's L.A. And they were like, mm-hmm. a black man! Mm-hmm. That's right. He takes it. Unfortunately, he takes it. He's got the detonator, though. Like, how are right. we going to blow all this shit when he's got the detonator? Sarah Connor gets pinned down by gunfire. Yeah. She's about to fucking bite it, too. But luckily, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we've established, can just Kool-Aid man himself through walls. Yep. So he Kool-Aid mans himself through the wall of the, the room she's in and just drags her out of it. Yeah. And uh, he just starts grenade launching his way through the building again, making new walls so that they have a path to get the fuck out of there. I love the way he forcefully pulls her out of there, like just yanks yeah. and throws mm-hmm. her into the room. Yanking but then, like, right and left in this movie. The way he turns, he uses his own body for cover. So it's like, it was just swivel that, those hips. Yeah. It's all about swiveling your hips when you're He used his robot brain to be like, this will be the safest way. Um, it's got to manhandle you. So they make it downstairs. And yeah. Up, meanwhile, upstairs, Miles Bennett Dyson, he's got a job to do before he yeah. dies. He's got to do that one last thing we love where uh, the person who's been shot and is going to die has a hidden grenade and they're going to use it to help the good guys here. Except he's got a hidden detonator and the whole room's rigged to explode. Game over, man. Game over, man. Game over. I love the fucking like hyperventilating breathing he's doing here before he dies. <laughs> and it just stops. Yeah. And then everything fucking explodes. All of it. It's one of the best dying scenes, I think, fucking ever. Like, just performance-wise, just yeah. like this guy playing, dying. I've never seen anybody do it like that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Don Cheadle kills it in this scene. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, they're trying to leave, but the cops have a bunch of tear gas container launchers, and they've tear gassed the whole lobby, so it's, like, hard to get out of there. Arnold's, Arnold's like... Arnold's like, I'm a robot, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you remember that about this movie. I'm just going to use care this their well. gas and gas them. <laughs> Goes and takes their their launcher, just starts shooting the cans directly at their chests, just which is hilarious. Everywhere, too. One guy like, tries to run away, and he shoots him directly in his back, and the guy thunk. fucking eats shit. <clears throat> he gets out, he steals a big fucking armored car, he plows it through the front of the place. He's still oh, shooting uh, gas tanks out there and, like, ripping off cops' masks. Gas and just everybody. like, yeah. smell my fart. This is a lot like the first movie where he crashes the car into the front of the... Right. It's a throwback here to him crashing the car through the the police thing, crashing through the lobby here. They jump in. He peels out. They're done. done. It's cool. We're we're gone. No problem. Except the T-1000's on the scene. Son of a bitch. T-1000's got a cool move here where he takes his police bike that he's stolen all the way up the stairwell of the building to the top of the building and then... Drives it through the top floor's window, launching himself in the air so that he can attach himself to the police helo. The helo. And then he uh, smashes his head through the window and <laughs> goops himself in there. Yep. And tells the uh, helicopter to jump to his death. Yep. Which he does. And now he's got a chopper, bro. Uh, the guy that plays the helicopter the pilot? pilot is the actual stunt helicopter pilot for our next couple scenes here. That's very convenient. Yeah. That, uh, he, he, he also could pull off looking like a scared helicopter pilot. Yeah. He's got range. No problem. Uh, we get a crazy fucking chase here. Just yep. on, literally on a highway with an armored truck getting chased by a helicopter. Yep. Everybody's shooting everywhere. Oh, it's, it's wild. There's, there's other cars involved. Linda it's gets fucking, hit. Oh, she, she takes one here? Yep. And John Connor's hiding under all the uh, bulletproof vests in like the corner because he's he's too important, Matt. Right. This is this guy's gonna be a leader in the yeah. future. We can't we can't let him get hit. He's gonna be that weird dork from uh, the uh, fucking Frank Miller movie in a couple years. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah what's that guy? Nick Kroll. Sin City? Nick something. Is that going on? Is that going Who on? is the guy that played uh, John Connor in the third Terminator? Oh, was that guy's oh, name? That guy. Yeah, mm. Nick Stahl. I Nick think Stahl. Name. That's what. What's that guy been doing lately? I wonder. 
So I want to know. The chase ends when the helicopter's like down right behind the uh, fucking truck. and Arnie... He just crashes the helicopter straight into the back of well, the police Arnie van. I thought Arnie hit the brakes and then it crashed. Oh, the is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. Arnie brake checks him and then like fucking helicopter just crashes into the back of it. And Either way, it's explodes fucking explodes awesome. all over the fucking highway. It's insane. It's, the shit's so big and so dangerous. Everything they're doing in this part of the movie. So... T-1000 is not dead. Nah. He, he comes out of the exploding. Uh, also, the doing this, the truck fucking loses a tire and flips on its side, yeah. so it's done. It's true. So T-1000's got, like, I got to find a new car. Our heroes are like, we got to find a new car. T-1000 finds a semi-hauling liquid nitrogen, Yeah, which is cool as hell. Our heroes find a weird little pickup truck tricked out to be like a gardening shop truck. Yeah, it's like, like a shack on the back. Not as it. cool. These guys are in trouble, man. It's like a truck with a chicken coop. We're in the second part of this chase scene, and these guys are in fucking trouble. He's going he's gonna to run them down, and there's a giant semi is what's yeah. going to happen. But no, this one ends with him like ramming the back of it, and then Schwarzenegger's like, take the wheel, and he climbs to the back of the truck, climbs on the hood of the uh, semi, and this- then just... At point blank range, liquefies the T-1000 with a high caliber machine gun. Oh, man. Yeah, he's got like an M60 or whatever. And it's Fucking just awesome. Just uh, unloading into him. Badass scene of stunts here. Yeah. All the way from like the dude just getting out of the driver's mm. side while the truck's moving. Just climbing. Casually. Fucking semi. Just like. Just a jaunty little robot fucking like motions, like doing all this shit. Yeah, it looks fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. All the way to the dude fucking riding the truck Mm because he shoots Mm -hmm. the shit out of the T1000 and then just gets next to him and is just like, I'm just going to yank the wheel real hard to get this fucker to jackknife and tip over. Why not? That's how people do things. And you see this human being just riding a semi (laughs) to its demise. It's amazing. Speaking of which, once the semi has reached its demise, find out that we've crashed inside the grounds of some sort of factory, Matt. What? Sounds like a pretty perfect place to uh, end an action movie, if you ask me. Climatic battle inside of a factory. I don't know how you could ever kill a Terminator inside of a factory, though, Nate. We're in some sort of, like, smelting plant or something. There's liquefied fucking lava steel fucking everywhere. Everywhere. There's sparks everywhere, steam everywhere. Classic place to end an action movie is what we're dealing with here. Unfortunately, liquid nitrogen is also spraying everywhere. True. Because of the crashed liquid nitrogen truck. So the T-1000, he gets frozen solid. He's trying to like walk, do that Terminator, like I never stop, walk towards John Connor, but, but he's frozen. freezing up, yeah. And his, his legs start breaking off as he continues to try to keep yeah, he walking. Loses a and then he's, foot. he's just done. He's, he's completely uh, destroyed right here. He's frozen solid. We found the way to destroy the T-1000. You just freeze him. Arnold's like, I think I know how to put a little cherry on that Sunday. That's right. He got the shell, this the grenade from what the, a moment. the last one that was in the back of the what a bed of the here. truck. What a trailer moment yeah. right here. Loads it up and just explodes that fucker into a million T-1000 pieces. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. You need, you're going to do a second Terminator. You're going to need a second famous Arnold Schwarzenegger catchphrase to got come out to. of it. You, what's better than hasta la vista, baby? It's no I'll be back, but you know. No, you it's, put it's, these. It's just as good. Put these on the Pepsi cups at Taco Bell, damn it, yeah. you know? 
Uh, unfortunately, what happens here is he blows them into so many little pieces that the little pieces then start to melt because they're right next to ah, of liquid. All that molten lava. lava. Damn it. So I wrote, uh, this movie could have ended a lot quicker if Schwarzenegger would have just walked over and swept him up. Picked him up and just thrown him in the pool yeah. of lava. Yeah. Like it could be done right there. It could be like, okay, there we took care of it. Lickety split. Now this movie's over. I'm throwing him into the, into the lava to melt. But no, he turns in and he, he, he melts. He comes in a big pool again. He wolfmans himself all together. Yep. Like the wolfman from the monster squad. And then, mm. oh no, we got, we got an, a T-1000 coming back at us. Sarah Connor's injured. She's fucking limping around. She can barely walk. Things we, aren't looking good for our heroes. We find out instantly, though, that the T-1000, although he's put himself back together, mm-hmm. he's having troubles holding form now. Oh, he's glitching out a little bit? He's like, glitching he's, out. Oh, maybe I look a little bit like your stepmom. Ooh, maybe had, I look like that fat cop from Gremlins. He's had some weird chemical reaction with the liquid nitrogen. It's bound to happen. He's not, he's not running on all cylinders You ever been now. frozen solid by liquid nitrogen? Yes. Probably fucks with you. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, so these two machines, Arnold's got to make a last stand here to yep. protect these two. They can't get out of there with her so wounded. Mm-mm. They just got to start big metal machine barbarian each other, like tossing each other around again. Back to the mall fight. Clanking each other into the fucking big old machine. Big metal them. gears everywhere. Like Arnold punches through his head and then the head like gloobs up and then morphs back into his hand. And then yeah. he like does a little rich snatch on him that's a cool t-1000 move right there yeah and he takes arnold's arm uh, after snatching his wrist and crushes it in some big gears yeah like some big nintendo game level style like gears that are turning here look at this what's this for who cares you just lost an arm terminator terminator's trapped now his arm's stuck in gears that means a wounded not able to even run sarah connor's got to make a last stand against this t-1000 lucky for us because we get her sweet Linda Hamilton, one-armed shotgun pumps. Yeah, it's pretty cool. She's doing some one-armed... <laughs> not quite Arnold flipping around on the no. motorcycle, but it's fucking pretty good for a lady. Everybody loved the flipping the shotgun around, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm, on your finger. Mm-hmm. But my friends and I, we got a real kick out of Linda <laughs> Hamilton's one-armed, butt-shaking shotgun right, pumping. So. I like that. Uh, she's not much of a threat, so the, no. the T-1000 just knife arms her through the shoulder and, like, sticks her to a wall. Yeah. And then he takes a little knife finger and is like putting it real close to her eyeball. And he's like, call to John, call to John. Do it. But she doesn't even need her to do because we've established he can mimic voices. So like he can just call to John as her right here. Yeah. Mimic voices and mimic fucking how people look. Like there's some sadistic shit the T-1000's doing right now, trying to like break her and make her like turn on her son. Yeah. Which seems weird for a robot. I don't know. He's playing mind games here. Yeah, you know. Who knows? Who knows? She's like, fuck you. I'll never do that. Give me a break. I'm Sarah Connor. Arnie's back, thank God, because things look bad here. Yeah. He's broken his arm off like fucking right. uh, James Franco in oh, that, yeah. that one movie. He's gnawed through his arm yeah. to uh, free himself from these gears. That's that real movie about where James Franco lost his arm. Yeah, true story. James Hiking. Franco, the one-armed actor. Yeah. Sucks, sucks. He's got a big metal rod, and he stabs it right through uh, the T-1000. He uses right? that big metal rod to sexually attack college girls. Oh, we're not talking about Franco anymore? No, no, no. Oh, we're my mistake. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Patrick, though, he just pulls the metal rod out of himself because he's made out of liquid metal. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. He just starts wearing the T-800 out with it. Just yeah. fucking wearing him straight out just with it. Just beating him down. And he finds a big battering ram thing, like just like a big I-beam on some chains or whatever. And yeah. just starts battering ramming the T-800's head with it. Yeah. And he's just and getting, his chest. He's getting fucked up now. Like, he's like... 
half robot face, half human face. It shit. looks bad. Like, it sounds bad. Terminator shit. Yeah. Final, he, he, he full on like kills him here, right? Yeah, like, he stabs the rod right through his power straight through core. Arnold's chest and, and just pins him into the ground. Blue lightning everywhere. He's pinned to a grate. There's blue lightning everywhere. He his, totally powers down. His red eyes turn out. T-800's dead. Oh, no. The light dies. Mm-hmm. Now we get uh, Linda Hamilton calling for John. That's right. John. And he's like, oh, I'm a stupid idiot. Yeah. My mom would probably call for me. Ooh. I better go save her. Ooh. No, you idiots. The T-1000 trying to trick you. He's playing Duh. like fucking Hansel and Gretel, witch out in the woods fucking tricks on you, you Duh. dumb idiot. Luckily, though, before the T-1000 takes him out, the real Sarah Connor pops out out of nowhere. I don't know what she's been yeah. doing this whole time. Like, maybe she stops to take a shit or something. She's been loading she's, that shotgun. She's back in the game. This is where she's doing the one-armed shotgun yeah, pump. This Because like, she got stabbed in the other John, she, get down! She yeah. starts blowing the fucking T-1000 away. Just unloading. Every shotgun shell's taking him a, just a stumble closer to yeah. falling into a giant pit of molten yeah. lava. One step closer, one step closer. He's right on the edge. He's teetering, he's teetering. No bullets, bitch. What would you have done She's here? She's out of shells. I probably would have done a last second charge and tried to like fucking cross check the guy off the thing. Or just, yeah, like a drop kick. Yeah. Or you've already established. Use an empty shotgun to try to cross check him. She's already Hockey established. Style. She said she'll like kill herself if it means John gets to live. Oh, yeah. Spear she the guy in the fucking mud. Yeah. Bill Goldberg spear his ass Pussy? off that fu- but she doesn't. She's just like pusses oh, out when no, it's time to fucking, fucking show up. Even with all my badass training, I, I didn't pull it off. Didn't. Pull uh, it off. I'm afraid to save the world. Wait a second. I'm seeing some some heads up display of a computer thing. Alternate power. It says, and Who then could we it be, see though? some sort of system rerouting power from a main power what? cord or something else. Oh my god, the T800 is back alive. It's Son rebooted. Of a bitch. It fucking. Takes that metal rod through his core, starts pulling on it, frees himself from the grate. Yeah, hell yeah. He's got that grenade launcher and one last grenade, remember, yeah. that he can fucking launch? That's right. He grabs some of those uh, comical video game gears that look like they're from Mega Man. Yeah. Rides them to the top where they're at the, the pit of the, the edge of this fucking lava pit. That's right. This is... This is a cool shot, man. Sarah, Sarah yeah. Connor is giving up. She thinks she's dead. And then out of the steam comes the T-800 with his grenade launcher. Yeah. Grenade launches the T-1000. He's like <laughs> split in half, wobbling everywhere. So fucking cool. And then he what a great visual. falls backwards. We get him in that lava, man. Yeah. We get him in that lava. He starts hissing like a lobster in boiled water. Oh, I forgot the cool Robert Patrick moment when she runs out of shotgun shells and he reforms and then gives her that no, no, no finger wag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the a badass big, little moment. The big Dikembe Mutombo. No, no, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He gives her that. But now he's dead. He's down in the lava. Yeah. And he gets a really long, protracted, like, Freddy Krueger death. This is yeah. what's happening here. He's earned it. He's screaming, and he's, like, morphing into all the different things he's morphed yeah. into as he's disintegrated by the lava. In case you all forgot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Eventually, he's dead, though. Schwarzenegger scans it, and he's like, yeah, how my scanners say he's dead? That's yeah. probably how, the only way you're going to be able to kill a T-1000. We did it. But also, I can't Victory. really read through molten lava, so who's to say? Yeah, who's, I don't know. There's, he might come back in the first third movie. It depends on how much this movie makes. Yeah. John Connor's like, will this fucking lava melt the arm and the chip, too? We can get rid of all this shit just in one one yeah. blow right here? Schwarzenegger's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's Toss totally it. what happened. Toss it in. This is like the Toss end of fucking Lord fucking, of the Rings. Yeah. Just fucking... Uh, hey, no spoilers. Got all those books. Got all those books in my database. In case I have to terminate a nerd, I can convince him I'm just a fellow nerd. Somebody throw those books in? And terminate him when he's not looking. 
And then they were like, oh, good. I guess we can go home now. Judgment Day is averted. Yeah, our heroes win. Schwarzenegger's like, no, man. What's up? I want to shoot straight with you, bro. I'm listening. There's one more chip. There's one more chip that we need to get rid of. And it's right here in my head, man. It's this chip I call my brain. Don't fucking, don't fucking say it, man. No, it's, don't it's, it's, it's got to happen. It's, it's, I'm, I can't even, man. I can't, I can't self-terminate can't like either, that. man. No. So, like, no. we got to do the old yeller ending. No. You're going to have to lower me down into the lava yourself, John Connor. You'll just live forever, damn it. John Connor, you have to take this shotgun and shoot me like old yeller. Yeah. So that I fall off this great... No, that would have been a much better ending. I can't yeah. believe we it was right there. The old yeller ending yeah. was fucking right there. Do Make it. this boy who is uh, bonded with this robot over the course of this thing kill him himself. You're going to have to learn to kill the things you love in order to save the world. He's my dog, Mom. I'll do it. Yeah. But no, like a he pussy, pushes. he just stands there and lets his mom fucking... Schwarzenegger grabs a ch- hook on a chain and then she hits a button and then lowers him down into yeah. the, the lava. And he tells, he tells John Connor, he's like, don't do it, bro. He tells him like, I know now why you cry. Yeah. But it's something I could never do. Goodbye. So he knows like, even, even if I was to stay around and we're going to make sure nobody finds this chip and create a new Skynet, like I've reached the end of what I can learn, man. Yeah. I'm never going to be your daddy because I'm never going to be able to yeah. be a full human. I'm a fucking robot, you fucked Goodbye, up kid. Goodbye, John Connor. I'm waving to you as I'm lowered and right before my hand goes into the fucking lava. I give him a bird. Curl that hand into a fucking thumbs up. A fucking badass thumbs up. Huh, I never I never cried in my life because crying's for pussies. Yeah. I'll say that straight out. Mm-hmm. If I ever got close, though. This is this scene right here? Thumbs up. I'm gonna one up you here. Ugh. I'm gonna one up you okay. on that one. Yeah, it's a powerful scene. You're not wrong, uh-huh. and you're not wrong to share the feelings you just shared. Sure. Still doesn't hold a candle to the ending of Little Monsters. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough goodbye. If Arnold would have given him the leather, yeah, the leather a la Maurice. Before he was lowered yeah. down. So we've made this movie Where better. We know. First he gives going. him the jacket, and then he now has you to, have to shoot then me. Then he has to shoot him. <laughs> like, that's You're a, the Terminator now, John. While crying, that's a much better ending. Oh, uh, with but that uh, is the with ending. Talking Heads Road to Nowhere yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah. We're on a real. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Matt, let's take a break. Let's listen to some coming attractions, and then when we come back, right into it. Judgment Day. What is going to enter Judgment Day? I don't think it it finally happened. Oh, God. gangs known as posses are now dominating the American drug trade. In Above the Law, he got tough. Who's that? John Hatcher, DEA. In Hard to Kill, he got even. It's not the time for you to walk out of me. I've had enough. He thinks he's retired. He still looks functional to me. Now, the man with the short fuse is marked for death. I want you to meet my sister, goddess of fire. Steven Seagal is John Hatcher. He's dead. And he don't even know it. A good cop. Your family has been marked. In a bad mood. Said he'd kill us both. I don't think he's gonna get the chance. What are you planning to do? I'm gonna take out the posse. 
thought he was invincible. The other thought he could fly. They were both wrong. Who do you fear? Him. Or me. I gonna deliver you into the light. Steven Seagal is marked for death. It's my silent partner. But this time, he's bringing out the big guns. Steven Seagal, marked for death. Are you some kind of cop? Nah, I'm just a concerned citizen. Jean-Claude Van Damme always makes an impact. Now, get ready for Van Damme times two. There's two of them. Double impact. Think about it. Twin brothers. Double impact. Rated R. Feel the impact Friday, August 9th at a theater near you. So me and my college roommates uh, always had a debate coming out of that end of Terminator 2. I want to see what, what side you, you land on it. You wanted, my side of the debate or the John Turk side of the debate? You wanted to know who would be the next Julia Roberts. <laughs> no, we, we were all uh, on the same page with that one. We all knew Anne Hathaway, of course, yeah. was primed to, to yeah. become the next Julia Roberts. Yeah, she got she had it all, baby. That big mouth. No, we thought that a Terminator Three was possible. This is this is before a Terminator Three right. actually happened. Okay, I did not think that it was possible. Of course, I thought it was possible. They could find a way. But sure. specifically, John Turek always told me when fucking T eight hundred has to James Franco himself mm-hmm. through out of those fucking gears. We don't clear that shit up, man. There's still that fucking crushed arm in between those gears. They're going to take that crushed arm again. They're just going to start working on it. Eventually, Skynet's going to come back. And I was always like, John, tut, tut, nay, nay. It's all about the chip, man. Yeah. It's the advanced chip that they use to create a new artificial intelligence. The robot arm is just a robot arm. Yeah. How are you going to improve on a robot arm? All that is is just simple mechanics. Yeah. You can make those things with like... Fucking those nerd toys that sometimes you'd get right. from like a lame ant or whatever at Christmas when you were a kid, where you can make little robots. Remember those nerd toys that sucked? You didn't yeah. want them? Oh, fucking G.I. Joes, you dumb cunt. Right. Is what I'd tell her. Ruffles have ridges. Now, are you, are you on my side or are you on the John Turk side where he's like, we don't know what's in a future robot. Like, there could be crazy shit in that arm that we don't know about that could create a new Terminator. Yeah, a mangled up arm. Like, they had the mm-hmm. fucking arm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Miles wasn't trying to build an arm, John Turk. Okay, good. He's trying to rebuild the glad fucking sh- broken computer chip. I'm glad you're not a complete fucking crazy yeah. asshole yeah. like John Turk. What a cuck. Judgment Day, Matt, is where we go out to the internet to see what uh, the people out there, the yeah. humanoids, the real people, yeah. not the cyborgs. The ham and eggers. Not the Terminators. What they have to say about the film we watched we get a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. We get a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. We uh, read them out. We uh, absorb them. And then we, uh, our CPUs, do all that neural net processing. And then we spit out a final judgment of our own here at the end. I have to believe that any one star review you found is somebody who's old. There's actually a lot more than uh, to cut you off. A lot more and a lot more diverse than I thought. There are a lot of people that hate this movie. I was going to say that or just virgins doing hot takes, but go ahead. Okay, we'll get into here. I did this one. I'll let you know what I did this one a while ago, so this is going to be new to me again. I forgot what I did, so let's discover these together. Looks like this first one is a one ninja star review from an IMDB user 
True Blue underscore is gay. I like where this is going. Any, any idea what True Blue is? Mm, yeah. By the way, this guy says it's gay. He says... Better take his word. I can't believe the number of fools which liked this sequel. Yeah, get them. And that's what it is. Better than the original. What? That sentence structure makes no sense. He's he's already contradicted himself. That's, that was my what? How did Miss Connor develop into this guerrilla warfare extraordinaire without any formal training? in a limited time and stay sharp enough while under psychotic medication to stay alive for more than five minutes. Sorry, can't get past that. Furthermore, take away the special effects and the T2 villain gets a beatdown from my little sister. He does not come close to comparing with Arnold for number one bad guy. And in the 90s, John Connor's teenage character is doing drugs, not trying to save the world. That's fair. (laughs) He makes a good point there. He's probably huffing spray paint. Oh, they're definitely huffing spray paint out in that garage. They're probably just huffing the fucking exhaust fumes. That's That's why they're revving that dirt bike engine so much. Shut the garage door so they don't (laughs) leave. None of the story is believable, even for science fiction. If you think special effects make the movie more power to you, Go watch The One over and over again. I'll stick with Enter the Dragon. What? (laughs) What are you bringing Jet Li into this for, bro? Almost never will Part 2 be the original's equal. The characters in T2 don't even come close, and neither does the dialogue. One ninja star from True Blue is gay. Something to think about. He gives you a lot of things to think about. Uh, Fucking this next one, let me scroll down here. This is a... One Ninja Star review from an IMDb user named T850. So mm. is this a big Terminator fan? He's positing okay. he's maybe the T850 above Schwarzenegger. It's probably from a Terminator comic book or something. One I bet. half step better. Some fucking lame Terminator comic book or something. It's We'd like to thank the folks at Dark Horse for sponsoring Judgment Day this week. <laughs> I was roughly 10 years old when this film first hit theaters. Cool. Him and me both, man. Yeah. Him and me both. And when I saw it, I fell in love with it. Okay. Maybe that should have been a warning that I wouldn't like it much once I've reached maturity. Oh. Fast forward 13 years, and being nostalgic as I am, I decided to watch all three Terminator movies in order for old time's sake. All three? And this must have been right after the third one mm. came out, I gotta assume. It was 13 mm. years after, so that'd be 2004. Yeah, that sounds about when yeah. the third Terminator... I couldn't believe the surprise I felt when I found out how horrible this film was. Its earlier installment was a masterpiece. Even with the fraction of the budget that James Cameron had for this film, the second incarnation of the Terminator series totally ignores what made the first one so good and instead replaces it as a popcorn, 50s Esquire comic book style filming trying to appeal to kids and people with vocabularies limited to four-lettered words. Mm. And it did very well in dumbing down Terminator into the mess it was in Terminator 2. James Cameron made the biggest amateur mistake with this film that they made the Terminator into this cheesy, compassionate, good guy character. Which is not only ludicrous, but also very laughable. The potential for irony was strong with the boy growing so attracted to a cold, emotionless machine. As well as the irony of a machine being the ideal protector as opposed to the father John never had. Yet all of this was wasted on this half-assed almost human machine who gives funny one-liners and smiles. Yeah. As if this wasn't enough to destroy this film. 
We're also treated to an Edward Furlong being well-timed into his changing voice. Hearing a squeaky, annoying child's voice swearing and trying to act tough, which will the audience petition for a mute button in the theaters. I mean, that's how kids are. I can understand Linda Hamilton's character's transformation from a naive waitress into a more hardened and tough woman after battling a Terminator before. There's no chemistry between John and Sarah in the movie. And Furlong's portrayal seems so plain and simple for such a troubled and traumatized child he was supposed to depict. Hmm. The only good things in this film is perhaps the action and the eye candy. Both of which is very nice to see, but the slop of a plot and character use. Wow. Terminator 1 was obviously a B-movie, but the plot, the mood, and the rational use of characters made it thought-provoking as well as frightening. Terminator 2 feels as if it's trying to make violence and cheap thrills with a Disney touch behind it. Not wrong. He did this with the Titanic as well. Tisk task. Yeah. Titanic was so edgy and moody. Tisk task, and motherfucker. Scary until James Cameron oh, ruined Star it. From IMDb user T850. Matt, there's some people out there with a head on their shoulders okay. that love this movie okay. and give it a full five inch star review. This first one is from a Letterboxd user named Rab Davis. Oh, Rab himself mm-hmm. from the CKY fame? It's a guy. He says, So many knees were sacrificed for this story. A comical amount of knees. This is basically a horror movie for knees. Five Ninja Stars from Rab Davis. Tall people hate this movie. <laughs> Find I, out I why. Agree. It's pretty awesome how everybody's just getting like clipped on the knee. It's true. Or just like fucking low tackled by the knee on yeah. this movie. A lot of a lot Ric of, Flair chop blocks. A lot, of, a lot of torn ACLs probably by the time <sighs> this thing was made. Matt, I got one more okay. five Ninja Star review. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to dig a while for this one. I wasn't finding any that I liked. Nothing to hit. Going on. Yeah. No, that's not true. I just looked up our old buddy, old Ivo Cobra, the official film critic of Baby Oil and Blow. And a voice of reason. You'd want to see what he said about it. Yeah. Ivo Cobra 8 says... This will be pretty fucking real to you. Terminator 2 Judgment Day is the best action sci-fi flick movie from the 90s ever made of all time. Whoa. Terminator is my personal favorite film. I absolutely love this movie to death. Whoa. It is my number one best movie ever. Till today, the best of the best epic movie of all time. He's not throwing in caveats either. T2 was nominated for four Oscars. The only movie of the franchise was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. If you watch T2 carefully and follow the story, you never got bored. And you are very entertained. This movie kicks ass. I love the hospital scenes, mostly at night. The Cyberdyne building, action sequences, and of course, steel mill action sequences are perfect for this film. Mm-hmm. This film deals with a lot of action, sci-fi, and does involve a lot of paradox past travel. I've been saying that since day one. There's a lot of explosions and automatic weapons used in the movie, and they are used well. Thousands of bullets are Tell fired. Tell me about them. And explosive projectiles are fired at the police cars. What kind of guns, I wonder? It's weird that he's not going into it there. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the good Terminator T-800 did an awesome, terrific, real job. Mm-hmm. He acted believably as one of his best characters I ever saw on screen. Terminator walks to the front of the building and kicks a desk out a window, then ignores the police's orders to surrender and fires an M134 minigun there we with are. chainsaw grip at the police cars below, avoiding the humans. The helicopter pilot moves away. Terminator then uses an M74 grenade launcher mm, yep. to destroy two more vehicles. Its heads-up display indicates no human casualties. The film has a heart and is the best film in the world. Hmm. Robert Patrick's T-1000 is a mimetic polyalloy, or liquid metal. Hmm. He can shapeshift to match other people he touches. After first arriving in present time, he decides to have his base form be that of a nearby cop. He killed and passes himself off as a cop in that form. 
The truck yeah, chase scene is awesome. Different and the crash is also awesome. The truck that hit it the is. other column in the canal and explodes. T-1000 emerges as a shiny, featureless, liquid metal figure. Its features become more pronounced, and it is colors return to normal. Yep. Returning to the form of the unharmed pseudo-cop is awesome. Dynamite. It shows what his character can do. Linda Hamilton is the only Sarah Connor. She acted her character perfectly here. She played her character genius and very convincing and real. Tough behind all belief and completely focused on preventing the nuclear war and ensuring John's safety. Sarah Connor is her best performance ever in both Terminator films. Little out of her mind and paranoia and anger. Amazingly, you could see actual character development. Specifically when John and T-101 arrive at Dyson's house to prevent her from doing what she wants to do. Okay. Edward Furlong is the only John Connor for me. Oh. He's not bad himself as the extroverted kid who's confused by the fact that everyone except his mom told him his entire upbringing was based on a lie. Yeah. The bit players all do their jobs well. Earl Bone plays the semi-sadistic mental hospital warden, Dr. Silberman, from the first film, The Terminator, that stands between Sarah Connor and her son, until the T-1000 makes a chilling entrance. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lino Hamilton, Edward Furlong, and Robert Patrick did their best acting performances. Yeah. Those actors who played their characters are beloved till this days. True. And Terminator 2 has since been ranked as one of the greatest action science fiction sequel films of all time. Twin sister of Lyndall Hamilton also appeared as Leslie Hamilton Gearin as twin Sarah in Dream She Was for There Wasn't No CGI in Here. Twin brothers Don Stanton and Dan Stanton, both of actors appeared on here. One is Lewis the guard, the other is Lewis the T-1000, who kills Lewis. They were for real, no CGI, except special effects for T-1000 knife. Terminator's special effects were designed by Stan Winston, R.I.P., who has done an incredible job making those effects. This film is absolutely filled with great classic moments. T2 is James Cameron's masterpiece. Mm. This wouldn't be an action movie without some action. James Cameron writes, produces, and directs brilliantly this film. Brad Fiedel does a perfect music score to the film. Hell yeah, he does. Yeah. Greatest score of all time. American wow. rock band Guns N' Roses wrote a single for this movie, You Could Be Mine, and Schwarzenegger appeared in the music video as T-800 in the music video for this movie. I mean, it's on User Illusions 2. Did they really write it for this yeah, movie? I don't, know. I don't know if I trust them on that one. Maybe they double-dipped. The chopper scene that crashed into a SWAT van and explodes is awesome. The CGI and special effects are awesome. This movie is what it is, a perfect 10, because it takes the vision of one of the most imaginative directors on Earth and realizes them almost perfectly with all the tools to fit the task, actors, stunts, puppetry, models, and special effects designed from Stan Winston. Five Ninja Stars. Woo! Ivo Cobra 8. Wouldn't expect anything less. No, absolutely not. What can we expect from Matt O when it comes to rating and reviewing this movie, The Terminator 2, Colin, Judgment Day? This movie, Nate, mm. no surprise, is a phenomenal movie. A phenomenal no movie. Surprises. You know? I love I, these, I know. I like that song, too. Uh, Everybody does exactly what they're supposed to. The score kicks ass. The jokes are great. The action's <laughs> badass. Could you use some boobies? But at least we get brawless Linda Hamilton oh, the yeah, entire time. Up for it. Uh, Cameron, Cameron saw your complaint coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, I only got... Uh, we threw that roommate's boobs in the first movie. I'm trying to get this one down to a PG-13. Oh, what am I going to do? Just make her brawless the whole movie. I don't know which way to go for this one because I feel it's perfect mm. at times. Mm -hmm. It's that mm -hmm. good. It's so quintessential. We've all seen it a million times. But there's also a part of me where I'm like, eh, the movie's kind of long. Keep in and mind you did watch that extended version. I know I did. 
But either way, I've always felt that way about Terminator 2. I'm never like, oh, I need to watch Terminator 2 again. I always watch Terminator the first. Wow. I always do. I love that movie. This one, I'm like, I love this movie, but this is when Jim Cameron started to not be cool. Whoa. And he's like, you know what's really important? Story. I'm a storyteller. Wow. Not a fucking action movie guy. I'm not making horror movies. I'm uh-huh. making movies for people. I'm going to make Titanic after this. Oh, it's going to be on two VHSs. I and then the guy makes Abyss Jim Cameron. Then the guy makes 20 I care about science. He makes 20 fucking Avatar movies. Yeah. And I love every one of them. We're still waiting on the second, man. It. Wait, wait. This guy's a this guy's a lunatic. None of those that came out yet. And I feel like it's been this, a lot of years. I feel like I feel like a lot of them came out, man. I feel like this movie's making those for a lot of years. Partially responsible for wow. what's to come, Nate. Wow. And I can't give it five because this was the oh movie when James Cameron lost his way. Wow. He got too big for his bridges. It was too great of a movie, and it did too much, mm. and he wasn't capable of possessing mm. that power. And I give Shots, four shots and a half. Ninja stars, ninja stars, because of you, James Cameron, you lost your way, Judgment and day. you lost a full five ninja stars. Wow, Matt, that's very well worded, very passionately delivered, four and a half ninja it's honest. stars. It's honest. If you remember, you call back to our review of The Terminator. Barely. I thought that that was a perfect film. You're not wrong. I had to give that one five ninja stars. Yeah. There's, it's just so light and lean. And, you know, gets in, gets out, leaves you wanting more. Did it leave you wanting this much more, though? I mean, no. This is a lot. This is a lot. Too to much. Everything's going on in this movie. Fucking might, maybe a quibble. Maybe a scene here or there that needed to go. Maybe an Edward Furlong delivery that wasn't quite up to snuff. Yeah. Like, are you going to call this one a perfect film like the original Terminator? Yeah, we're not picking nits here. This is the biggest fucking movie of my childhood. Ah, you're it blew nuts. my goddamn head off my shoulders. I still watch it all the time because it's fucking amazing. You're insane. Any little fucking nitpick you want to have with this thing is just you being a straight up bitch. Nope. Fucking five ninja stars for Terminator 2. One of the top three fucking action movies of all time, motherfucker. I've watched this movie Twice in the past 20 years. I can't even wow. tell you how many times wow. I've seen that first Terminator. Life. What a sad little life you're living <sighs> right there. Don't blame me. Blame Titanic. It really ruined yeah. things okay. for me. Okay. Well, Matt, we've got it. We've got it. three more heads on that Mount Rushmore that we need to get through here. Yeah. So, uh, Some real heroes. I'm not going to lie to you. My life's kind of completely up in the air at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, we'll Who see knows? what happens, but hopefully we're going to get through this and we're going to... Uh, be on our regular schedule here. I got I got I got Seagal marked off for next week. How do you feel about uh, hitting up little Seagal? You know, I'm down. Seagal fighting Jamaicans for Seagal every week. Good for okay. How about if he's fighting Jamaicans though? Does that sound cool? Yeah. Marked for death, motherfucker. We're gonna be coming back. We're gonna be doing that on the next episode of this here podcast. You're gonna want to hear it, and you're also gonna want to make sure that you ain't got a, some other person with you so we want to tell you one more time stay single it's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when they tear your dreams apart
your heart.